You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Your move, creep. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Huh? Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host, Matt Bledsoe. This week, we are talking about Predator from 1987. Uh, Tell me talk about it. I am happy to be joined by two fantastic guests this week. Uh, First up, she's a regular on this show and many, many more. Happy to have her back so soon after our Pulp Fiction episode. It's Carmelita Valdez McCoy. Carmelita, how you doing? Bledsoe, you (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) Oh, thank you for doing I that. I oh. <laughs> am positively giddy. I am so excited. I am like beaming. We've done a lot of episodes together. and We have. I don't think I can remember coming on to the Zoom call and seeing you look <laughs> so excited without even saying anything. Her face was just, there was pure excitement. It's like shaking from yes. excitement. I'm I'm this is going to be fun. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more in a second. I got to introduce our other guest. Uh, next up, he's one of the hosts of the Imperial Scum podcast. One of the nicest guys on Twitter. It's Andy Gorham. Andy, how you doing? Bledsoe, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I had to do my own. I'm sorry you stole it from me. No, you did. You did. And I'm so you tried you to do the did. accent. I don't I even oh, yeah. I don't even try. I'll do it. What's oh, wrong? The Dollar General got you got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> <laughs> Please, oh, Dollar General no. is our rival, Andy. Please. You're right. I'm sorry, Dollar Tree. Oh <laughs> my God. I knew it. Damn it. You spit on me when you know. <laughs> uh oh God. Uh yeah, I, I, I could probably do the we'll we'll probably do a lot of Arnold impressions next episode I think because we will. I was realizing... I'm leaning on you guys to do that. Okay. I think we can handle it. <laughs> Especially Andy. I I, we gotcha. I man, I was watching Predator. I was like, there's so many like Arnold sayings that come from Predator. And I just, yeah, I got you get to the job. <laughs> yeah, my own impression gets like crazier. Kill more me, engaged. do it now. Yeah, Kill me. I can't do it. Kill me. I can't. I just can't. Oh my god. Uh, oh I'll man, save so my good. my super manly roar when I'm calling down the predator yes. fight for much later in the episode. God, that roar is something else. Oh, it's, um, it's something else. So we'll get there. <laughs> Something to look forward to, folks. Stay tuned. About this, uh, and I, I don't want to like kill the excitement, the buzz right now. I would, I would say the reason this kind of came up was because sadly, Carl Weathers recently passed away, and I talked about it a little bit last week with um, James and Max. We did Book of Eli, and came up a little bit, but like it was so fresh at that point. Um, didn't have time to really do anything, but I want to do like some kind Carl Weathers censored type thing and i threw out i was like predator's been on the list for a while i'm pretty sure episode ideas so i was like let's just do predator um 
because, you know, it's an ensemble cast, but he's like one of the co-leads, I would say. So uh, this is really like a Carl Weathers uh, tribute episode as well, because because I did not realize, like, I almost feel bad that how much I really liked Carl Weathers. And like when he passed away, it affected me more than I thought. And I was like, man, I really like Carl Weathers. And now I've also steeled myself because I'm like, oh, my God, if I was this upset over Carl Weathers, I am going to be devastated when Schwarzenegger dies. Like, I will need to call out of work. I'm pretty yep. sure and take I'm, I'm not ready family to talk take about a personal that. day. Yeah, listen, I'm not I'm going to take a either. personal. I'm sorry, Carmelita, to bring it up. It's been on my mind. <laughs> it was we'll like, have to have a vigil. I don't know what we'll do. I'm not. I'm going to be unwell. I'm going to people to check. put Conan on over and over and over and over again. Over oh, and over I'm and over repeat. again. I'm going to be a, a wreck. Let's just hope that it's happening yep. time soon. I'm sorry to even bring it uh, up. Yes. I'm gonna knock no, on knock wood. on wood. I did. It's not There's happening. some wood right next to me. There's okay. a shelf. Uh, Thank so, you. <laughs> hope he's okay. Um, but yeah, I Carl Weathers was great. So we'll talk about him. Talk about a lot of other stuff before we talk about Predator, as we usually do on the show. Talk about stuff we've seen lately. Um, I'm going to let Andy go first. Just, okay. you know, mix it up a little bit. So, Andy, what have you watched lately you want to talk about? Okay. Uh, I'll get to the movies in a second, but I would just want to share one quick story because it was, I was going back and rewatching the Carl Withers starring 1990s action TV show, Street Justice. And, <laughs> and it was on my work TV or my little TV down here in my workspace when the news hit Twitter. And I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the screen and there's Carl Withers with no mustache popped collar neon polo shirt punching somebody and i was just like i was like well this sucks but i was also like oh i get to watch carl withers kick ass and be like the hero of this show for like 30 episodes and just be the 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 star that we all know that he was so it was equal parts like sad and equal parts like oh great so that was just weird that I was literally watching that Carl Withers as I got the news. Andy I was like, was texting I, us with the street I think I actually, show. yeah, I think I actually texted you guys. And I was like, but, oh, well, this one, this one really hurts today. But um, <laughs> it was very weird. But yeah, but, it was like, yeah, it was weird. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in, in terms of movies that I watched, um, I just watched the Jean-Claude Van Damme classic Time Cop. Thanks to our buddy uh, James. <laughs> he was talking about it and posing some stuff. And man, I just it's one of those movies. I forget how much I really like Time Cop and how really good at it just from a every single standpoint and van damme's actually really good in it like yes. i think brandon <laughs> mentioned that it kind of showed the actor he could be given the right stuff around him and he just thankfully his face and kind of look caught up to the type of actor he could be because that's kind of what we get now with old withered van damme but yeah. man back in the day that mullet the splits <laughs> uh and there's quite a few puns in it too like i really forgot some of them like when he like kills somebody he's like oh that must have hurt i was like what we're getting puns in this kind of somewhat smart sci-fi action movie so yeah it's really cool and it just kind of stands the test of time whenever i watch it i'm just and ron silver's just a complete douchebag asshole which i love because <laughs> he's really good at it in that movie oh so good but uh yeah so uh watch that one actually just watch that like last night so yeah he made me want to visit time cop and then i was under then i found out time cop is out of print on like a normal blu-ray he had to import yep. italian blu-ray to watch time cop and yep. uh but it was Although if you have I, yeah. I yeah i think if you have peacock it's streaming on there in like hd so at least it, at least it looks great yeah so. i i kind of want to watch the only time this is that i saw time cop was i was completely jet lagged because <laughs> we had gotten back <laughs> from took a trip to hawaii and i got back this was like right before covid i was wow. we had gone from hawaii to san francisco across the country overnight 
I got home and I was so fucked up. I was like, because I really hadn't like slept on the flight. The time had changed. And somehow I got home, put on time cop. That's really appropriate time changes. But I was like, <laughs> uh, but I still was like, time cop's awesome. I don't know where I am, but I was like, <laughs> I don't know. It is awesome. It's my time. favorite Van Damme. Yeah. And I love Bloodsport, but uh, I yep, think yeah, time cop too. is my favorite. Yeah. He, it's he it's, does, it's yeah. like the best. It's like one you can show somebody and you're not. Not that I'm ever embarrassed, but like, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not one that you have to like preference by going, look, the fights were really good. Uh, they made it for like a shoestring budget because they didn't trust Van Damme. It's one of those right. movies you can just go watch this. This is what Van Damme's capable of. And to age myself, I talked to my parents into buying us me and my best friend tickets when we were 14, dropping us off at said movie theater, hoping we wouldn't get caught going into an R rated movie. And then they came back and like, you know, picked us up later. And uh, they were like, so how was it? I was like, it was great. And my uh, dad was like, was there anything you shouldn't have seen? I was like, no, sir, there was not. <laughs> well, I mean, it's too late now, right? Too late right, now. Yeah. But I was like, no, dad, there was most certainly not. And then years, years later, I think my dad watched it. He was like, you told me there was nothing in that. I was like, well, duh, I was 14. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to yeah, tell you there's the boobs truth. all over the place in this one. Yeah, <laughs> you nuts? Dan's on a really good run. It's like hard target, time cop, weird blip in the middle with Street Fighter, and then sudden, sudden death. death. But I, yep. I do have a soft spot for, spot for Street Fighter. Like, uh, so do I. We're going to do a podcast on it at some point. Uh, like, <laughs> I really enjoy Street Fighter. But it is weird. It's like he makes, I think, maybe, I think his three best movies, or three of his best at least, and and then Street Fighter's in the middle. <laughs> they was <laughs> like, he was on a bender, I think, in, when they're making Street Fighter. <laughs> like he was... Mm. And it, that set was out of control. But anyway, but yeah, Time Cop's awesome. I got to rewatch it now. James was supposed to have those clips. And I was like, I got to watch Time Cop again. <laughs> Not jet lag this time. Um, yep. So, uh, well, what else besides Time Cop? How do you oh, even gosh. I mean, uh, <laughs> I should I should totally pull a James and be like, oh, you know, I, I don't want to talk about it, but I watched some like B movies and then spend the next 10 minutes talking about it. But I... <laughs> Just kidding, James. Love you. Uh, no, you know what? Let's let's let uh, Carmelita go because I I talked about Time Cop and that's all I really wanted to share today because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give you two. The first one will be quick, I'm sure, because it's artsy, artsy sci-fi. So I watched Jetem Jetem from 1968, directed by. Oh God, I'm gonna butcher this name, but it's, I just know it's gonna happen. Alain Renard. That sounds pretty good to me. By Jacques Sternberg and Elaine Rena. Um, it's it's really fucking cool. So it's sci-fi, but it's like a drama. And this guy attempted suicide but lives, and he gets talked into doing this time travel experiment, but due to a malfunction while he's in this like pod like weird sci-fi device time travel device he starts experiencing his past out of order oh interesting very cool and so you're kind of piecing together like his past the women that he was involved with and work stuff and just like his life leading up to his suicide attempt very cool very french so not for everyone but it was just a neat a neat sci-fi experience, kind of a different angle on science fiction. So highly recommend that. 
trying to find and, it on your letterbox because I'm so bad at French. So I'm over here trying to spell any of this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> does it have like a, a translated name? But like, because I'm looking. I love your... you. I love you. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, is I love you. It sounds like it could be a, a like a uh, ah, episode of Black uh, Black Mirror. Like, yes, it totally, totally could. Oh, it absolutely mm. could. It's got those vibes. Ooh, good. I've never really heard of well it. shot, and I just I love that playing with past and memory, mm -hmm. and it's all jumbled up. And you're like, oh, was he dating her before her? Oh no, that was after. <laughs> and you're just like uh -huh. trying to figure out what what led to his suicide attempt. It's really good. Highly recommend. Okay. This next one. I don't know why I didn't see this in 1990. I'm Boy. really sad that I've gone this long in my life yeah, without day. seeing bad influence. Whoa. Oh, bad yeah. influence yeah. from 1990 <laughs> directed by Curtis Hansen. It's starring Rob Lowe and James Spader. You okay? We've talked about this. Eighties and nineties James Spader, just a gift. <laughs> Love him. And in this one, he's he's the mild mannered kind of straight laced yuppie type who meets bad boy Rob Lowe, a chance meeting in a bar. And Rob Lowe just totally throws his life into chaos. Rob Lowe is a bad influence. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> yes. It's this movie is so fun. Someone I wish that I had written down the name of this or the, the username of this person on letterbox. Someone likened it to fight club before fight club. <laughs> uh huh. And it is kind of like, a 1990 Brat Pack Fight Club. Ooh. It's it's wild. I loved it. I had so much fun. So anyone yeah. out there who loves Rob Lowe and James Spader, you need to do this. It's it's kind of almost an erotic thriller. It is a thriller. There are some erotic moments. Ooh. And then just the sensuality of Rob Lowe and James Spader. I mean, come on. <laughs> I have actually seen this. I did a podcast on it with Lindsay for shock and awe. We paired it up. With oh my god, double. you did! <laughs> what did you? Palma, what did you guys pair this one with? With Brian De Palma's body double. Oh, it's like a movie I love. That was the funny thing. It was like because Lindsay was doing a De Palma series like two years ago. Um, yeah, actually, I looked it up and it was almost exactly two years ago. Um, and I picked body double, and I think she came up with. I never seen Bad Influence, and she picked it. And I was like, okay, cool. And yeah, it's a very entertaining movie. <laughs> a, very, a very entertaining little thriller. Um, the funny thing is, like, James Spader could have played the Rob Lowe part, like, in a different... Yeah. Like, and that's... It's it's like, James Spader always was like a Michael Douglas to me, where I'm like, <laughs> I think of him in, like, sexual parts. So it's like when he's, yes, like, the mild-mannered guy. I mean, he's really... They're good in it. They're both good in it. Um, yeah, but it was a fun little thriller. It was like, oh, this is the kind of movie that my parents who rent from the video store and i can't i'm not allowed to be in the room when it yes comes. <laughs> like it's get out <laughs> which i have one of those on my to talk about list so yeah <laughs> i, was I like, love oh, it i need to re-listen to that schlock and episode because i listened to it two years ago oh yeah 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 right. <laughs> but i hadn't seen, seen bad influence, influence right so yeah i need to re-listen to that because the movie yeah i just had so much fun with this movie <laughs> it's a good I time. almost I made 
a mm -hmm. I, I almost made a joke earlier when you said that Rob Lowe is a bad influence and a bad person. I was like, does he does he sell soap by chance? And then you're like, <laughs> somebody likened it to Fight Club. I was like, damn it, I should have made that joke earlier. It's a thought <sighs> that counts. Yeah. Thank you. <sighs> but yeah, I would have guessed me. you would like that movie. Yeah, I would have guessed. Yeah, that oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. Can I can I pull one off your letterbox? Because I'm now I'm on your yeah. letterbox page. Uh, you watched the Fifth Chord. I love it. That I, had you seen it before? No. Okay, with Franco Nero. I just remember him going yes. around and slapping everybody. <laughs> it's like men, women. I think there were animals that were slapped. I don't. I remember him slapping a lot of people, and. <laughs> No oh, one I went mean, unslapped when Frank Nero was. Nobody around. was unslapped in Fifth Chord. Like Franco Nero gets a pass. <laughs> he can slap whoever he wants. If I remember, it does feel like equal opportunity. Backwards, slapping. forwards, <laughs> slap everybody. Yes, the slap views everyone. Here of, Franco are, Nero are, are those of Carmelitas and not Andy and Matt's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. I feel like it's different if she says it. Then we're like, yeah, slap him. Way different. Slap him, I'm Franco. like, yeah, Franco Nero can slap anybody. Like, no, he can't, Andy. No, no he no, can't. No, no. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought it was it's, really good. Yeah, I just saw you watch it, and I was excited because I was like, oh man, I, I, it's like you know, I watch a lot of movies, and I have a bad memory. So like when something sticks out, and I was like, I, I feel like I remember so much of Fifth Chord and like very stylish. Franco Nero's great, and I knew you were watching it. I was like, I think she's gonna love Fifth Chord, and I'm glad you did. I did. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> it's a good time. So up um, my alley. Okay. <laughs> Glad you've been watching the good stuff lately, it looks like. So I'm not going to stalk your yeah. anymore. <laughs> 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 it's like, she's on a roll. Um, but uh, okay. Uh, if you're, if you're done, Carmelita, I, I just have two quick ones. I am. Um, no, please. Okay. So I'll just, I guess not spill the beans, but we're doing a 1994 centric episode. Me and Carmelita and Larry from the Real Early Podcast are doing a 1994 episode pretty soon. So I feel like I'm watching some 94 stuff, stuff I haven't seen. Um, also, F this movie is doing F this movie fest soon for 1994. And sadly, I'm going to miss it. Although I will be at Disney World, so I can't complain too much. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I just wish I just like, what are the odds? I don't take a lot of vacations. And it was like, I had to be the weekend I'm out of town. But I'm in this 94 mode. So I watched a Nicolas Cage movie from 1994 called It Could Happen to You. <laughs> oh yeah the waitress <laughs> the waitress with uh, i think allegedly based on a true story very loosely uh i think about he's a cop that goes to this diner where bridget fonda's working uh as a waitress and she's having like the worst day ever uh she's like goes to court and they like you have to pay your husband's bankruptcy or his like debt or something because you're not technically divorced. She's like we're, we're divorced. Like, you're not legally divorced. He still pays debt, goes to work. Her job sucks. Everything's going wrong. She's kind of mean to Nicholas Cage. And then he's like, Oh, I'm at, I don't need like change to give you a tip. She's like, forget about it. He's like, listen, I got a lottery ticket. If, uh, if it wins, I'll come back and split it with you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> so of course he wins the lottery. Um, and he's married to Rosie Perez, who I had no, I had no idea Rosie Perez was in this movie. <laughs> I love Rosie Perez. <laughs> like, I do too. She's great. Like the MVP of this movie too. I mean, she's kind of, they make her kind of awful, but she's very funny <laughs> because, because then he has to tell, because I can almost understand where she's coming from. So Nicolas Cage wins the lottery. Rosie Perez is mad. They have to split it with like some other people because other people some, match the yeah. numbers. 
like a bowling team. And like, so she's like, well, it's okay. We saw $4 million. And he's like, yeah, $4 million's good. How about $2 million even? She's like, wait, what? And then it has to tell her that, hey, I promised this waitress that I'd give her half the ticket. So I was like, I get why she's upset. I actually do understand. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah. And then, it, but then it gets worse. She gets worse and worse, and it goes on. Um, and the whole thing—I was surprised how early the whole thing, like they win the lottery, and then it's all the aftermath of winning the lottery, and like him trying to give Bridget Fonda the money, and people coming after them, and this and that. Um, it's just a charming little movie, and I was like, this is just, this is just nice. Like this is like I think Nicolas Cage and Bridget Fonda have good chemistry. Because, of course, even though he's married to Rosie Perez, that thing's falling apart. And <laughs> that whole thing, like, they're getting together. And, uh, you know, it's, it just was like, this is so charming. And I was like, it's nice to see Nicolas Cage in, like, charming, like, rom-com leading man role. Like, just that he could do anything. Um, I really liked it. I, I know there's this phenomenon, they talk about it with me all the time, about, like, movies that were probably, like, run-of-the-mill, two-and-a-half-star movies when they came out in the 90s. Now they look, like, so much better by comparison which is probably could happen to you because it's like, it's not great, but it's like, Oh, this is just so nice. And we don't get things like this anymore. Um, or as much, I should say, but, um, so it could happen to you. It was very fun. Uh, and then I watched another movie. Well, not for 94, this was 92, a movie called unlawful entry. Uh, Oh, Kurt, Oh, Oh, Kurt Russell, Ray Liotta, Madeline Stowe. Um, yeah. And this is definitely falls in the category of, Oh my God, I think my mom and dad rent us from the video store. And where this is like their their adult pick, like no kids in the room because, you know, it's an adult. It's not like an, I say adult movies like a porno, but it's like it's a movie for it's about adults for adults. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's such a 90s thriller. Like it's in that vein of like uh, Pacific Heights, which I think I watched last year, like Michael Keaton. And it's like people were so aware of their homes being invaded. I feel like in the early 90s, it was like hand that rocks the cradle. And and this and Pacific uh, Heights. There's a bunch of other movies. I feel like where it's like someone's fear. trying to invade in my house. Yep. Which which one? Fear. fear. Oh, fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like and yet somebody... we never locked the doors. Like everybody was right. scared to death of it. But I remember our doors were wide open all the time. I'm like, wait, what the hell? Oh, Should not our doors. Oh, not where you I all... lived. Midwestern doors. We left them all <laughs> wide open. The screen door was even like left, like propped open. It's like, come Jeez. on in, everybody's wow. fine. You're just inviting Ray Liotta <laughs> into your house if this is your unlawful entry. If he so, showed up on Warman Road in 1990, it would have been a crazy thing here in Michigan. So true. I mean, this is him, like what two years after Goodfellas, so he should be like on top of the world. So, um, right? Yeah, it's such a, it's kind of ridiculous movie. Like this is a movie that definitely, I'm sure, was like run-of-the-mill thriller in 1992. But now I'm like, this is awesome. This is like, this is great. It's a uh, it's got movie stars. It's like well made. It looks good. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's like, okay, basic premise is that Kurt Russell, Madeline Stowe were a couple. They have this house. They get broken into right again in the movie, and a guy like breaks in and puts a knife to Madeline Stowe's throat. And, and you know, then they scare him off. He runs away. And but they're really shaken up about it. And Kurt Russell's like, I couldn't do anything to help you. And Ray Liotta his, is a cop who shows up to investigate the the robbery. And he starts like at first seems very nice and friendly. And he's like, he's taking a liking to Madeline Stowe. I mean, who wouldn't? I understand. Of but course. Like, uh -huh. like, yep. Um, 
and it gets like progressively first he like he gets them a security system and they're like oh my god that's so nice of you uh and he's like oh guys owed me a favor but even at that point i'd be like suspicious like this man bought us a whole security system and he's just like the cops that answered the 911 yeah, nah. yeah there's a lot of red flags that they ignore for a long time <laughs> because they're like he's just nice and he's showing People up do. yeah that's true he's showing up unexpectedly at places um kurt russell snaps at him first and it's like Basically, you got to fuck off, basically. And that, of course, that doesn't go well. And then it's like the scary thing of like fucking with a cop and how they could really mess up your life, which he then goes on to do to Kurt Russell and credit cards don't scan. Oh, you've got unpaid parking tickets. And, oh, and you know, they're like, well, I'm going to call, like, says there's drugs in his house. And it's, <laughs> I think the problem is it goes on way too long. It's almost two hours long. And there's like 15, 20 minutes, I feel like that. I, it's a kind of a spoiler, but like it just goes on. There's a part where it's like, okay, we could probably get to the finale by now. <laughs> like you don't need to drag this out anymore. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. It's not great. It's like, but I mean, it's fun. It's just, I don't know. It's it just, is fun. We don't make movies like this anymore. And I was like, this looks really good. And like a good cast of people. And I think this is the one to tie it into Predator, which we're about to talk about, that I was like, man, this is really well cast. And then I watched Predator, I think the same day, and saw the same, the casting director, whose name is Jackie Birch. And I was like, why did I see that name? Unlawful Entry and Predator. And Jackie Birch, I, I know that he's made up an Oscar for um, casting, I think, because he made an Oscar. Jackie Birch should have won. She cast Die Hard, The Breakfast Club, Whoa. Predator, Coming to America, Fright Night, 16 Candles. I was like, this woman was killing it. Like, I think Die Hard is like one of the best cast movies from top to bottom like even the small mm -hmm. bit parts in die hard are memorable so i just thought it was funny i was like why is jackie birch i'm like oh it's the casting director from the same movie um but yeah so unlawful entry is fun and that takes us right into predator <laughs> the jackie birch connection uh oh man predator uh <laughs> what a what a picture talk about we don't make them like we used to predator, we right? don't they don't make them like they used they don't to make them no. like this no the squibs, the violence, the, <laughs> the, so many squibs going to shoot in an actual jungle. Uh, you know, it's like, um, it's so good. Uh, okay, who wants to start? I'll just start Ramblin' a Predator if I don't, if someone doesn't like to help me put me in a direction. <laughs> you Carmel, go you... first, Andy. Yeah, okay. okay. How about the problem? very opening scene of just that silhouette of Arnold lighting a God. stogie as the <laughs> chopper lands, and then he just gets out, jumps like. There's a Jeep waiting for him. And the Jeep not only drives on the beach, but drives in the ocean, like in the water, like where it's just enough where it's like, yeah, we're badass enough to drive through the the, through, you know, the water. We're not going to waste time taking a, <laughs> a slightly longer turn. The the you know fastest point from A to B is a straight line. So we're going that way. I'm like, Ugh. and Arnold just jumps in and everybody's just like, look at him. He's wearing a polo. His sleeves can't even contain his biceps. <laughs> Uh, he's got the flat top already. It's great. I mean, it's just like the, uh, talk about one of the best Arnold intros after oh Conan, my God. where I kind of forgot lifts how... his head up on the wheel of pain. <laughs> this one to me is up there, and I love it. I forgot how kind of cool his intro is in the helicopter. Yeah. So he's, like cool. lit and lights a cigar. Because I always think of, I think I kind of jump ahead to when him and Carl Weathers, you know, do me. the famous uh, kind of handshake or whatever you want to call it, like the 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 meeting me. of the muscles. It's yeah, the arm wrestle in midair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dylan, you son of a bitch. Of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, I, yeah. So I kind of forgot how cool his official intro is in the chopper. I was like, man, this is the coolest way to introduce somebody. He's looking 
so cool. They all look pretty. They all look pretty cool going off a helicopter, honestly. Um, yep. They do. And I'm just like, man, right off the bat, Predators. I was like, this is good. <laughs> it's like, it's like, why don't people? I think James has posted about this a few times about like Tony Scott was really good at making people just look cool and look like movie stars. John McTiernan also very good at that because very John McTiernan does that. I always think of the first thing I go to is that intro he gives um, in Die Hard to oh my god, blanking names uh, to Alan Rickman because he does that mm. cool where they all get off the truck and they kind of like part and Alan Rickman's kind of just walking through and the camera's like moving the whole time. Um, yes. And I was like, man, John McTiernan had it. He had the juice. He really <laughs> like, he did. He too bad he got too the bad he went and phone tapped a bunch of people and got thrown to jail. <laughs> Like, or tried yeah. to phone tap. Oh yeah, yeah. I, was it that? Or was it tax trouble? Was it all kind of the same? Was on the no, same? No, he umbrella? tried to. He he tried to phone tap people for Rollerball of all movies. That Rollerball remake because <laughs> they like cut his movie apart. And I was like, wait a minute, come one on. Of his, if not his worst movie, one of the worst. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, I thought it was this whole time. I thought it was tax stuff. I didn't went to. I thought he would jail for like, tax. There might be something in there, but I know the big thing was he like tried to ask if they could phone tap some like you know like movie executive to see if he could catch them saying that they fucked with his movie and i was like but it's rollerball like you made <laughs> you made predator and you come on die hard die Last hard. action hero yeah <laughs> the 13th warrior with antonio a movie i still need to see uh, you have, oh, oh you need gosh. to see that oh i know yeah. it's really i love I the 13th warrior it's really good i know i know a few people have told me i need to see it and yep i will i, I will i uh I, I think I've seen almost uh, the rest of John McTiernan's movies. Uh, didn't he do like a like a like a general's daughter type of like a military court type movie or something? Or am I, I making, think so. making this up? Because um, I might have not seen that one. Oh, Basic is what I'm thinking of. But I have seen Basic and I thought it was awful. So maybe it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> so I've um, seen I've seen the big ones. I've seen I've seen the big ones. I haven't yep. seen Thomas Die Panther either. Okay, I, I take back everything I said. Hunt I got for Red October. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I haven't seen Medicine Man with Sean Connery. Die Although Hard I have... with a Vengeance. Come on. I love Die Hard with Vengeance. I, okay, there's a few McTiernan's I need to see, but I've seen yep. I've seen the big ones. But uh, I mean, yeah, Predators comes in like waste no time. Um, nope. Oh, okay. Let's start at the beginning. We're at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Okay, <laughs> so I'm sure the marketing gave it away, and now we all know things in hindsight. I almost wish there was no shot of an alien ship i knew this was gonna come up i knew it <laughs> like okay i want your opinions on this because I, I like i just i it's weird now because i know what's going to be so it doesn't matter that much but if i was showing somebody who i didn't tell anything about predator all i could just lie and say it's oh it's arnold and a bunch of cool guys, you know, guys on a mission in the jungle and tell them nothing the alien shot would tee them off to like think of what a fucking shock it would be if you had no inkling that was coming and then the predator shows up like i don't know i'm just curious to have your thoughts on the if the the little the ship coming in like would you leave it or do you want to cut it basically Carmelita, Carmelita. Go ahead. <laughs> so i'll say this i i do love that we we open up like that title card over the vast expanse of space it's a great hint to like we are just one planet in the universe. Yep. Do we need the ship coming in? No, we probably don't need it. I don't mind it. And it's so brief. 
you know, it, it'd be easy for someone to just forget that yeah, that was even a thing, you know, yeah. it just goes so quickly. And the predator is so cool. <laughs> like the coolest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, it doesn't even matter that you kind of suspect, you know, because mm-hmm. we, you, because we, there's no way when you see that little ship with the little pod hurtling towards earth we ha- you you had no idea what you were about to see and the slow reveal piece by piece as we we come to know what the predator is and see him in all his glory mm-hmm. there was no way there was no way that that little brief blip on the screen could could give away just how amazing it was going to be a good point it's my two cents uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's good it's good andy what about you fuck yeah leave it in it's awesome okay. no, I, mean, <laughs> I i think uh carmelita hit it perfectly i love that it's a very unassuming ship because we've we've had aliens and you see the cool ships in there and everything looks sweet and this is just a quick little and to me as a big sci-fi action nerd when you first see that you're like oh sweet we're in for some sci-fi cool this isn't just action so to me it kind of got me jones and for more and then the slow reveal as it all goes along and I, I i will have a comment later on when we first meet said predator on why i think they could have done that for me a little differently but the ship spaceships are cool leave it in there sure some movies yeah yeah I, it's I don't know, I was i'm a simple more person the, yeah <laughs> i was thinking more of the context of like it's fine for me because i've seen the movie i know what happens but i was like man if yeah. i wanted to show this to somebody and want to like surprise them They'd be tipped off. I don't know. It was a weird thought process, but um, no, you're I, not the first person I've heard say this. No. Nope. Yeah, I thought I heard this floated around before, and it kind of I was like, oh yeah, and I didn't. I wanted to go back. I forgot to watch the original trailer. I, I just remember how the original trailer, how much it showed of like, are they fighting an alien? Or I, I don't know how much it even like. I don't remember. Sh- I, yeah, I wish I. There's a part of me that thinks they kind of mentioned something out of this world. You know, one of those right. like where the <laughs> like, like movie voice says something. Yeah. I can always yeah, hear this it. This was but... a long time ago. I saw yeah. this when it came out. This was a long time ago. Oh <laughs> yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. it's hard for us because we've had Predator with us the whole time. So we yes. never really had to think about being surprised by it. And I don't know if anybody nowadays would even be surprised by it. I know. I know. Because the there's thing. so many other Predators now. And it's almost I guess now that there's other movies. Can... Yeah. <laughs> I do like that they all start with that same kind of spaceship shot. So at least it, it, it kind of established something, even if they didn't mean to have, you know, so... Okay. Take it or leave I, it. It's fine. cool, I, so leave it. <laughs> just want to get your takes on it. Um, sure. It's cool, so you make a good point. I can't argue with it's cool. Uh, nope, <laughs> nobody can. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, but then they do let it go on for so long, you could forget about it if somebody was yep. like, yeah, really paying attention. Because then it's just like the intro to all the guys and all the banter. <laughs> Jesse and, Ventura. God, it's uh, amazing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And you know Carmelita what? Posted Honestly, the GIF earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, oh, man, there's so many lines from Jesse Ventura that I'm just like, I can't repeat those, even though, you know, back <laughs> when I was younger, I most certainly did. But nowadays, no, that's problematic as all hell. But um, going back real quick, I think every time I watch it or rewatch it, I'm always surprised. I always forget about this, the uh, the opening shot with the, the spaceship. I always forget about it. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's in there. Duh. It's not just Arnold landing and lighting the, the you know, stogie. So that's what I, I immediately go to. So maybe they just knew 
that was so that was even cooler than spaceships. So everybody will just forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is super brief. It's very brief. Um, well, okay, Carmel, you saw this when it came out. You see this in a theme. Was this like a Robocop situation where you saw this? Like, I right believe at- so. The whole family went I mean, to go see Predator. We or... saw, yeah. I mean, and and then we went on to rent this a million times. Watch it on TV. We love this. We watched this as a family. I love that. This was family entertainment in my house. I love because oh. we were already big Arnold fans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Carl Weathers. We had watched the Rocky films. <laughs> it and this was just okay too. We watched a lot of war films in my house. I grew up watching Vietnam films. Mm-hmm. Rambo is one of my favorite franchises. Watch Platoon around the same time. Apocalypse Now. I mean, we watched all that stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> this movie has this beautiful, it's this beautiful marriage of a military war movie. You have this is great action battle royale kind of situation. The sci-fi is just all of that. And I I was really struck rewatching it with it with, you know, thinking about we were going to talk about it, how, yes, they've made a gazillion sequels now. And and you've got the tie in with the alien versus predator. But this film, could you could never make it exactly like this ever again. Yeah, yeah, it's like that moment in time around the actors that they cast all being these bodied out, <laughs> just ripped those big bodybuilder muscular types that were doing action films at that time that very soon after this weren't the thing anymore. You had the raw nerve that was Vietnam. And you know, Vietnam movies were still getting made every few years. And that like, as soon as you see some guys in a chopper in the jungle, right. you're like, oh, bad shit's about to go down because <laughs> it, it hits that nerve of Vietnam. All of the all the 80s, all the CIA Contra, Iran Contra scandal, Nicaraguan Honduras in the jungles intervening in, you know, all these secret wars, all that stuff was going on. It's it's so perfectly captures a time that's like so long. It's just glorious. <laughs> yeah, it's it definitely invokes a lot of Vietnam. I don't I'm I'm sure that's partly oh. intentional. Uh, it had intentional. intentional. It had to be. And fighting an enemy oh, yeah. that is completely uh kind of invisible to you and you think you've got all the equipment and tools in the world and you get out you know, out maneuver it out, however you want to say outclass, whatever you want to say. Um, but it's funny because I never yeah. I never think about predators a Vietnam allegory because there's other too much other shit going on. <laughs> but it does work as that if you want it to be that. Uh but yeah, I mean it's this action sci-fi, even a little bit of horror, because people are literally skinned alive and hung from trees, and you know, that's pretty terrible, pretty horrifying stuff. So I was like, Predator yeah. does everything. Well, think of this. Yeah. It's like they go in there. They go in there with, you know, they're this this team that were trained and raised up through the American military, one of these big 
superpowers of the core. These guys who are like elite end up going up against an adversary that outguns them, that has more strength, that even though they outnumber them, they just no match. And by the end, Dutch has to become like a gorilla fighter. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to best the predator. <laughs> it's genius. Yep. It's yes. <laughs> it's I mean I told me to actually go with this, but it's like it's so well put together because like the predator doesn't even factor into anything till like what 30 minutes into the movie? Like they do the whole village raid, which plays out like a pretty typical like like 80s action movie, even has Arnold doing the puns. It's like stick around. Uh like you stick know. around. <laughs> he also lifts he also dead uh dead de lifts uh, a, a running truck to send yes. it into careening into the like base and then blow up before right. he so stabs. Yeah. It's like hang on, it's let me so go good. lift this truck and I'll start a distraction. <laughs> like and, Oh, and even his like men are like shot. They're, they're like, like, what? It's like yeah. they're like, even he does cool shit that these guys have never seen him do before. And it's right. like, it's like the machoist men that were there, larger than life characters that are, you know, one by one taken out by this, you know, unseen being. And then you have people trying to figure out what's going on and you have the 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 poor woman who's just like the jungle came alive and ate him and then there are people like they're like no it didn't and all this stuff and they think they're just fighting a group of people and they don't know what's going on and carl withers is, is has like a side mission and, and they're all pissed at each other so there's that stuff there's a lot going on in this movie that could easily fall apart but man everything fits and every scene plays well leading to the next one so i this is all this episode is going to be. It's just me going, it's awesome. It's cool. We're just going to gush, folks. So just. This is a gush fest. Yes. Yes. It's, I was thinking about, I forgot. I was like, oh, it's a Carl Weathers tribute. I forgot Carl Weathers is kind of a weasel in a little bit in this, but he does kind of redeem he has himself. Scene. He redeems he, himself. Yep. He redeems he himself. He does. Well, his casting is genius, right? Because, I mean, he was a fit, physical actor. So he doesn't look out of place with these guys. Right. Yeah. But Arnold and Jesse Ventura, those guys look bigger. Yeah. Billy looks bigger than him. So it's like he's not as physically imposing as the other guys, but he does look like he belongs. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, in the beginning, we're supposed to believe this ruse, right? That this is just a rescue mis mission mm -hmm. to get this cabinet minister. And because it's Carl Weathers and you're like, I love that guy. Okay. <laughs> he says that this is just a rescue mission. I believe him. Yes. Right? He's super trust uh, trustworthy and has that yes. kind of like charisma. You want to follow him. So like, sure. You want to believe we'll him. Help. Yes. And as it, you know, and and the, the little hints start mounting and Dutch is like, that's not what this is. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and but you can kind of see that they, they have this history. They were friends. They have worked together in the past, soldiered together in the past. So they have an affinity for each other. But there's also this competition and there's also their different um, philosophies on the yep. kind of work they do. Oh, yeah. 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 It's just very cool. Yeah. I actually like that because 
Arnold even says it earlier. He's like, we're not a kill team. We're a rescue team. And like, he's got yeah. those morals that he stands by that Carl Withers, who's now left the like rescue slash war part. And he's now a office pencil pusher who like only cares about getting the job done regardless of what he's almost like Paul Reiser in aliens, but he's so much more, but he's so much more competent because it's Carl Weathers and he's he's CIA, right? So CIA spies, spooks, you can't trust them. They lie for a living. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny when Arnold's like, so yeah, he comes off as so likable when they're joking and laughing and he goes dutch you don't have a style and they're like oh yeah i do and then as soon as like he's finding all those papers and like dutch sees him and dutch goes wait a minute i thought we were here to rescue a cabinet minister and he's like no we got this and he's like this is not what we signed up for like Mm -hmm. the it the whole tension starts to build and it adds extra to it on top of them being taken out one by one so you still have arnold pissed at carl withers and then you've got the team getting taken apart and Billy, the guy who's never scared, scared like they it's written so well. I mean, sure, there's some moments where he calls people Kimosabi because he's a Native American character. And I was like, did we really need to do that? But right. you know what? It's the it's the 80s. It was the it 80s. Was, and that's what they were doing. And right. and <laughs> they, like they defer to Billy. They're always like because Billy's the tracker. He's clearly the one who is like most in touch with nature because of his heritage so they're like billy what do you think and i love that they always like arnold's not above deferring to the people who are good at what they're doing that's why they're on his team so he doesn't overshadow them they're all they and each guy gets their own moment even the like squirrely medic dude who fires the 18 you know like five or six like grenade rounds up in the air and then he turns to jesse's like you better duck and then like the whole thing blows (laughs) up over him everybody gets their moment to shine it's great yeah well they and they've established really quickly each character their own little personality and where they how they fit in the group yep and the way that they all interact with each other as a unit but then also individually kind of one-on-one so you establish who these guys are so instantly we connect with with billy the stoic tracker and with hawkins the awkward guy with all the big pussy jokes like the and joke, the joker of the group the big yeah coke, <laughs> coke bottle glasses yeah fit. <laughs> always the one that like, guys not fit yeah <laughs> each of them have their own little personality and the way that they all fit together and we also get to see their relationships with each other where there's yeah there's some there's camaraderie there's competition but it's all friendly they depend on each other like these guys really care about each other and it yeah. adds a dimension to this as they start getting picked off one by one. It's like, you know, that their team feels the loss and we feel the loss because we've gotten to know them so quickly. Yeah. And they clearly care when one of their teammates dies. It's not like yes. a typical action movie where they're like, oh, and they do the whole, you know, when their eyes are open, they die. They just yes. close them and they're all stoic and walk away. Like, uh, you know, Bill Duke like gets really emotional and pissed when oh. Jesse goes and he like takes his yes. little you know uh uh flask uh, flask and stuff like that and there's little moments that they add character beats and to go back I, lo- I love that they don't all trust Carl Withers like Arnold does because they didn't work with him yeah. and you know I mean Jesse spits chewing tobacco on his foot and I love when Carl Withers just calls me he goes it's a nasty habit you got there and it's just like <laughs> 
And he's just like, he just spit on my shoe. But it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, these guys don't like him because he's coming in and like kind of taking over when they know like, no, Arnold Dutch is our guy. We, we follow him. We don't follow you. So mm -hmm. that was like those little moments endear you to them, even when they're saying and doing ridiculous things. And then, like you said earlier, when we, you know, I think it was off, uh, you know, uh, prior to hitting uh, the lovely record button, I mean, you know, just shooting rounds of ammo into the jungle, like f not hitting anything, but it's like the coolest <laughs> scene of all time. Like one of nothing could have lived. Nothing Andy. could have lived. Nothing. If it not bleeds. at that range, and, oh, and they have, and it's just smart writing that doesn't over-explain yeah. things and doesn't it, it like treats the audience as like oh you guys are smart enough to get this we don't have to explain everything and they don't yeah i sorry so much to comment on. it's like I, i'm still laughing thinking about it's hilarious when arnold's like do, the carl weathers do they, they do the 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 kind of arm wrestling move and he's like oh you're getting weak behind that desk and it's like he's still a giant man like i don't it's like yes. i imagine Just, him like lifting weights as he's drinking coffee to desk um I, the whole thing about Arnold being this leader uh, works really well. Some, I think it was McTiernan himself. Somebody had the quote about like, you knew how important that role was because who's going to lead this group of like badass tough guys? Who's believably going to be their leader? And it's like, has to be Arnold because it's like, yes, we would all fo follow him, especially in like 1987 Arnold. He's like at like, oh, yes, peak, you know, <laughs> so it's like it's like he's like one of the only guys that could believably lead this group of other giant men <laughs> around and. Yeah, like he does. They I forget, there's like a level of camaraderie and trust that we kind of get without like really like laying it on too thick. Like we just get it. Um, also, sign of a good leader when you trust your people to do what they're good at. Like if you got a tracker, trust him to track. If you got a guy yeah. who knows how to like run the radio, trust him to run. The, you know, it's like. Um, yep. And they're like, but yeah, and, and Carl Weathers like the outsider. You know, they don't trust him, and he's like showing a group, and they're like, I don't like you too much, buddy. Uh, we're like, <laughs> it's like we, something we're off about you. Um, what was everything I was gonna say? Uh, yeah, and I was surprised this time because I haven't watched Predator in like it's not been that long, probably two or three years, but it felt like a long time. About like I forgot that they really do like linger on like when these guys get killed. And it actually feels like you feel the impact of it. Yeah. And these like yeah. really tough guys feel like they're really upset about their their you know brothers in arms getting killed. And it's like, yeah, most movies don't like let it sit that much or take that much like into consideration. I feel like usually it's mm -hmm. like they move on very quickly where it's like, okay, well, he's dead, but we gotta keep going. <laughs> it's like yeah, Matt gives that monologue in oh, the yeah. moonlight, oh, yeah. talking to Blaine, looking up at the moon. I mean, it's really an emotional thing. And Bill Duke is an incredible actor, so he sells it. You're just like, yes, yeah. <laughs> this man is grieving. It's incredible. I think it's cool, too, that they in the lead up in the pre-production, they they sent these guys through training mm -hmm. with a military coordinator so they could learn all the hand signals, all of that nonverbal communication and work as a team. And it shows because, really okay. I, okay. No, I was never in the military. So how authentic <laughs> is it? I don't know. But to me as a civilian, as a layperson, it looks pretty damn convincing. And as someone who's watched a lot of war movies, Lots a lot of war movies. It looks pretty convincing to me. They this look is, legit. We got to call in Chris really quick and get his. Yeah. His, like, it looks you know, pretty good. It does. I mean, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah it's like, and, and they're probably, yeah, they look like yeah. they look and act like a team. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, uh, they probably operate a little differently because they're like not, a, 
official oh, military squad and they're yeah. in a jungle and it's like a different terrain but uh i mean it seems pretty legit i don't know they seem like a like an actual unit who's been together for a long time it doesn't seem yeah. like these guys just got together um right which i was like again i was like oh i kind of forgot like how good how good a job they do with that where it's like oh yeah it really yeah. feels like they've been a team for a while um there's a lot built in there and then just the, so the whole thing of like them having these relationships and then that breaking down with guys get killed. And then these guys who were like the biggest, toughest, baddest guys on the planet or that, you know, they make them seem that way. Then them getting rattled by what's happening is so great because you're like, Jesus Christ, if these guys are getting rattled and taken out, this thing is, this, this is, I think like, I love this as a trope or it's like uh, the, like a badass team getting fucked up. And it's like, Oh, we got to reset the playing field. Like in aliens, when they go into that hive and they get fucked yes. up and they come out and they are like, they are not the same anymore because they just got like yeah. taken down a few pegs. And I feel like that's the like the half of the, yeah, half of the team's gone by that point. Yeah. So you're just trying to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, in this predator, situation, yeah. you can't even see initially, there's no what? tracks. They don't right. see the enemy. And the, the brutal way that these people keep getting killed. Just find piles of their bloody gnarly. corpses. Yes. yes, dismembered, <laughs> hanging from trees, flayed, flayed bodies. Flayed. Right, that would yeah. freak anybody out. I don't care how tough you are. You see, like your friend's body, who's been skinned alive, or like their chest is yeah. blown out by. Because I think, it, well, yeah, at some point, like, what kind of weapon could blow a guy's could do chest this clean out? And they're like, I don't know. Yes, like, and cauterize the wound. Yes, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, all these little things that build up to like them, like getting more and more, uh, like just you know thrown off or rattled. Like, uh, they're trying to kind of rationalize it, but they can't rationalize it because like it just doesn't make any sense. Like it's so well pieced together and believable in a way, which is you yeah. know this kind of very crazy situation. But it's like this is probably how this would play out if this really happened. <laughs> so. No, totally. Yeah, and you're in the jungle. Visibility is challenging the terrain makes that challenging they're expecting to come across these guerrilla fighters so they're kind of expecting possible ambushes or mm. traps set that's what they're expecting and as this thing starts to go sideways and the deaths get more and more fantastical unbelievable like People getting killed and like they're like right there and no one saw anything, no one heard anything. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, your this guy's chest is just blown out. Yeah, they're they're shook and rightfully so. And I love the moment where where Anna, the the guerrilla fighter, the woman that they've got hostage or whatever captive. <laughs> I love when she finally cops to knowing English, speaking oh, English. Yeah. <laughs> but she, you know, and that's believable. Like, yeah. I'm not going to reveal that I know what you're saying nope. until, oh, you know, because yeah. I don't trust you. Huge advantage. Yeah. It's like... But when she finally says, like, he's wounded, I saw the blood. And then Dylan's like, not Dylan, I'm sorry, Dutch. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Another one of the famous lines. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's again, it's that recalibrating, right? Like, we can't see it. How do you fight something you can't see? You can't hear it. It doesn't leave tracks. How do you fight that? Ah, it bleeds. If it bleeds, there's hope. It's yep. like they're able to, like, recenter again. Yep. Oh, 
it's so good. Every time I hear that line, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and oh. So you have all this stuff going on. And then the Bill Duke scene where he's given his nice, you know, uh, sad uh, monologue also is like shot and lit, not like a typical action movie. Like there's like, yeah. he, you, can, you can see the like moonlight off of his skin because he's sweating because he's in the jungle and <laughs> mm -hmm. it's like shot at a, at a uh, interesting angle up and you can see him with like his, his, his eyes welling up as he's talking. And I was like, this yeah. isn't a typical action movie. Um, and then just little bits of him like shaving and so mad that he breaks the oh, razor God. on then... his face. And I'm like, oh, as somebody yeah. who like was scared to death when, cause when I, when I first started shaving, my dad warned me like, don't cut yourself. And I'm like, no, he, but he did it. So yeah, I'll be like extra careful. <laughs> Yes, Can there's I sweat. Oh. I still consider it dry shaving. Oh, yes. yeah. Dry, oh, super dry shaving. No, and it's not. So that's dry shaving. Skin. That's bad news. Especially with those old razors that didn't have oh, the nice little. little oh, God. Yeah, now they all oh, have no. the little, like, gel strip, or you want to call yeah, it? The little, which, yeah, yeah. That's a five great blades listen. and little gel. Five blades. That was a, yeah. little, that was a two blade bick that you could throw away that just was plastic, and he breaks was, it. And I bet the I bet Bill Duke was like, I'll just do it for the film. Sure. I was thinking that. I was like, what if he just yeah. did that? I didn't seem like it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell a funny side story about this whole yes. with no uh sure, you'll love this? Uh so um I, you know, trying to when I started having facial hair, it was pretty like a young teenager, whatever, I can't remember. But I uh, you know, didn't know what to do necessarily. <laughs> like uh... not to bum anybody out. I think I don't know my dad passed when I was young, so I'm kind of like figuring yeah. it out on my own. So um i'm like well how do what you know and i had just just watched oh no i just watched first blood ramp the first rainbow <laughs> movie and if you remember i think he shaves with a knife dry he does yeah yes. i was like if fucking rainbow can do it with a knife i can just take the razor and just shave my face <laughs> i was like don't even worry oh, about no. it i was like because i don't know i didn't ask for shaving cream so i had none you know i couldn't go i'm a young teenager oh, i'm not I know this is a boy who lost okay. his way a boy you're the new first blood <laughs> this yeah this is i have a buddy who told me a story about about <laughs> crawling on his belly and the I, there's a long story as a kid doing some kind of mischievous thing and i used i used to call him first blood that was his nickname <laughs> that's your nickname now <laughs> Your nickname is Matt, First Blood. Matt, That's amazing. Matt, I Matt love first that. First Blood, so. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. I love it. Now you're on to something. I should have my name that on Twitter. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, you should. I love I don't it. Know that story's amazing. Of events that led me to that. But I remember I did see Rambo and I thought, well, First Blood. So, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, is that how you just do it? I'm like, whatever. I'm a, I'll be a man. I'll shave without shaving. <laughs> yeah. Sylvester Stallone knows how to shave. Rambo knows how to shave. If that's how yeah. Rambo does it, that's how you yeah. do it, right? You do it. Right. And then I guess I, I don't, we didn't have shaving cream. I didn't ask for shaving cream. And I was like, I, I got a razor somehow. And I was like, all right. And then I'm just like, it's it went terribly, I think. I was like, this fucking hurts. Ow. <laughs> razor yeah. bumps burn everywhere. I'm like, oh. And I think I told my mom and she's like, you need shaving cream. What are you doing? I, I, she, well, I was Rambo, like, I didn't think you yeah. did. Rambo did I was, it. I was like, Rambo didn't need shaving cream. I was like, I didn't say that. But I wish I right. Had. Mac Mac was dry shaving in the jungle. Predator. You didn't yeah. know any better. She's probably like enough movies what did for you. You, know? you need shaving cream. <laughs> what do you know, mom? You're a girl. And I'm shaving my face with like a dry <laughs> razor. Probably not even using water like a insane person. Um, that's always one of the stories of laughing. Hey, go, you oh, didn't. Wow. <laughs> I needed some these little things, you know, preteens, young teenagers, 
if if no one shows you how, how are you supposed I, to know? You don't know. Right? You I don't know. I, I still think back to when I taught yeah. my kids how to shave, and I was like, I literally stood in front of them and held the then put the razor, and I was like, you got to go this way for your mustache, and down here, and they were like, oh, that's yeah. what you got to do. You and then when they would. come out and they'd miss stuff, I'd be like, get your ass back in there. And they're like, what? I'm like, do it again. missed a bunch. They're like, no. I was like, I'm not. You're not gonna be a, a reflection of me not knowing how to take care of yourself. Oh, now so it's great. Cut your nails beard and, and shave never, right. Yeah. Oh, I just do. I don't now. I don't have to even shave because I have to keep the beard all the time. I do like a little Same clean up on the bottom. My, I clean I up on the cheeks. Neck. Yep, just the neck and the cheeks. Uh, make I sure use the cream. make sure this doesn't go. Oh, just gonna do a little. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, I I still use shaving cream now. I've learned my lesson. Uh, I was like, oh, razors so last better. a lot longer when you don't have to do everything. Right. God, that was a terrible. And they're so damn expensive, so they better last longer. This is true. Um, all right. Sorry. I saw that sidebar. Welcome I was back to movie. Get Off Our Lawn. Razors are too expensive. Back it. in my day, they were cheaper and you could shave and you could dry shave like Bill Duke. Yeah, because the Bill Duke <laughs> thing reminded me. I was like, oh, I did that once like an idiot. Yeah, I was just being stupid. Um, that was but... a worthy detour. Okay. You didn't put any like aftershave on, right? You didn't. That's go my home. new no, favorite Matt Bledsoe, young crazy. Matt Bledsoe story. I love it. I feel like because I love I love first blood so much. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. First blood's so good. <laughs> it's so good. That, that just makes that just makes my heart swell. That that I, was I your inspiration. Like, I've heard people like the stories of my childhood. <laughs> like, I'll tell some more. Yes. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Okay. Well, Matt, okay. first blood. So I love it. First, that's a, I, I do like that. Um, okay. Sorry. Back to Predator. So <laughs> Bill Duke does the shaving with no with no shaving cream. Um, I, he does I, the I mat. Mean, <laughs> yeah. Just, he pulls a mat. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it now. <laughs> Gotta give it to Rambo first. Yeah, I stole from him. So, um, okay. What I mean, I, I, I'm so there's so many directors that go about Predator. I mean, like, let's team... talk about how the reveal of the Predator unfolds. Thank you, because okay. that's where I have a slight bone of contention oh, for okay. me. I'm really curious. I think I might know what you're gonna say, but I, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't put you a lot of money. You want me to go first, it. or you want me to wait and Do you it. guys talk about? Go, it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna call you inside because okay. <laughs> I still there's nothing there's no no notes on this movie of course it's perfect it's great but god damn it I want the predator to look fucking cool when you first see him and he's like screaming because he's in pain like that's my only issue I like I wanted a cool like I I mean granted you like see his like hands when he's like you know spraying off the like the the bloody skull and stuff like that because he keeps his like trophies and stuff and sure it's cool that he can like you know, do self uh, self surgery, but man, just picture him standing on a tree with the skull in his hand, like just th that would have been so awesome. There's a comic book cover of that same thing where mm -hmm. the the predators in the tree with the skull, and I'm just like, there's a small part of me that just goes, all right, if Andy had complete control, he'd be like, <laughs> we got to make this predator look like the most badass scene of all time, not giving itself a shot and then like screaming in pain. <laughs> That's my only issue. It's still sweet. It's cool. Cause it shows that you, even if you hurt it, it's going to fix itself. But right. I really want a badass I predator shot. Did think that this time I was like, Oh wait, is this kind of like the first reveal? It's the first time you see him. And it's like yeah. kind of a, not what's the word. It's not anticlimactic. It's just kind of like, so casual about it. It's like, Oh, yeah. this like you think it'd be some big dramatic moment. And it's kind of like, Oh, he's just doing a little self care. <laughs> and he's we've like been building it's... to this gentleman we've been building oh, I know, to this i know you've seen glimpses and yeah 
We've seen yeah, the little shimmery camo of his his camouflage cloaking device. Yes, which is so such a you, such an you know what easy I mean? like, special effect, but looks so cool even to this it day. Looks it so looks great. fucking cool. It and that sound, so I do it all the cool. time. If I'm if I'm sneaking <laughs> up on my wife or my kids, I'll be like, Yes. And they're like, what do you? I'm the like, sound. guys. Yeah. We've seen Predator oh. Vision, the, yes. the oh, heat signature yeah, yeah. vision. We've heard so how like, he hears. It's all kind of muffled, like the way Billy's yes. like, oh, 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 oh. It's and I so... think at that point, we've heard him record voices, right? Yes. That's the first. Yeah. Because yeah. he like voices. plays it back and it said, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like all of these little, the little glimpses we've seen of like, whoa, there's some crazy shit in the trees. <laughs> coming for them and it's fast and, it moves it jumps it doesn't yes. make noise it's so yes equally yeah but I, I think what i i think maybe why it doesn't bother me that the first full-on glimpse we get of him without the cloaking is tending to his wound i think why it doesn't bother me is because i i really enjoy the aspect of the predator that he's really a sportsman Mm -hmm. yes yeah yeah yeah. like to <laughs> us he's this hideous monstrous alien but really he's a gentleman sportsman <laughs> who's on his his, his annual vacation. hunt his, his annual hunt yeah yes <laughs> you know he's got like this he's got his field dressing kit in case he gets hurt out on the range hunting his game and so I, I kind of like that we see him doing this mundane thing because to him, this is, yeah, just a hunting vacation. Sure. Yep. He's I see that. Not, he's not there trying to be badass. No. He's, and he's, right. like, yeah, got he's his enjoying own, his, he's like, his hunting trip. Yeah. And he's got his own <laughs> weird code, too, because he he doesn't kill Anna or what's is that was her yes. name, right? Correct? Yeah. If you don't have like, a weapon. Uh -huh. There's multi. Yeah. If you don't yes. have a weapon or if he can't or if you're covered in mud, and he can't see you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah, so it, you're right. It's, it's not just, it's not an alien, which is a mindless killing machine that wants to inhabit or, you know, like take over. This is just somebody who's there for one specific reason. And then when it's done, it's going to leave again for God knows how many yeah. years. So till it yeah. gets hot again <laughs> well, you know, at the end, when he, when he goes, when he goes to show down with Dutch and he removes his mask and he puts the weapons down, they're going to fight hand to hand. Yeah, yeah, it's like a like, yeah, it's like it's gonna be mono, a fair fight. Yeah, mono, 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 yeah. Then oh, you've, you've proven yeah. yourself to be a worthy <laughs> adversary. You're the last man standing. I took out all these other armed warriors. You're the last one. We'll fight hand to hand combat, and I won't cheat. Like, yeah, he's a sportsman. I won't use these things that you don't have. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will. I will meet you on your level, and yeah, and we will see who is the better. Right. Hunter, this is why it's hard for me to root against the predator sometimes. I think it, it, like, it, it really is hard. No, you're so like, cool. no, you're, the predator is so this, sweet. It's awesome. I was like watching this time, like the predator is like one of the best ideas. Like I, this yes. whole concept of like, you know, I know there's probably many people involved here, but I, the two writers, I think are brothers, Jim and John. They're brothers. Um, their first script or the first script that got picked up and made is Predator. They haven't done a lot else that's Predator, but hey, when you hit on predator you get hey, when that's your good. first script that gets picked up you're clearly doing something right. yeah like that's a good i mean this the idea of like this alien who is like a sportsman like you say he was on his hunting trip and then all the cool shit that he has like giving him the different like 
visual like the heat vision all the other things he could see and um all the little like he has a spear and this like mounted laser gun and like the look i know the look of him changed i don't we talk about that like the van damme playing this like this was almost a van damme movie yes playing this weird like praying mantis type looking oh, alien that costume insect is looking thing so ridiculous and i can just imagine van damme like they cannot see my face like they won't... <laughs> i'm just the predator yeah. predator doing the split <laughs> he's like get it close up on my ass um you need to see i am going to kick uh, the predator <laughs> doesn't kick he's like i'm gonna kick everybody um that story on a hard target Dutch his ass to... so hard <laughs> <laughs> every other dutch wannabe is going to feel it uh going to feel it that's me who's Friday. with me so, no sorry we'll do that when we get to street fight uh it's a pre it's a pre-game for the street fighter podcast but um yeah that would have been a very different movie i don't want to say disaster but stan winston my god one of the best creature suits ever made in any i have no uh hesitation saying that like i i don't usually make like i feel like sweeping statements but this is easily one of the best like movie monster creature suits anybody's ever made ever like bar none it looks perfect you can see the like muscle you know so it's like it's it's humanoid enough but man the mask comes off and like just the way God. yeah it, it's like it's <laughs> like mouths move and clack and everything and the eyes and just yeah it looks it's just so iconic and it looks awesome no matter how many times i see him take the mask off i'm just like fuck yes this is awesome shout out oh. to kevin peter hall the actor in the suit. Yes. Yeah. 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 Such a great, like how, how his body moves and everything. It, it's, yes. it, it's almost otherworldly. How cool he his looks. physicality. And like not, yeah. In that suit to pull that off and his movements to be so crisp. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. And thinking about they're in the, the jungles of oh Southern God. Mexico. He must have been so hot. Oh, <laughs> God. Could you imagine how many pounds he lost a day sweating in that thing? Come on. It's amazing. And he did such a great job and they wanted to. They wanted to acknowledge him and get his face on there. He gets to be the helicopter pilot. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> he yeah. is awesome. He, you know, you don't hear stuff like that too often nowadays where somebody's like so good in this mass that we, we just put him in the movie so we can see them. <laughs> Give him some credit. They, uh, it's, it's like so many people came to like the writers were the idea, and then Sam Winston makes a suit. And then is it, I'm sorry, Kevin Peter Hall was that I feel bad, I forgot yeah. his name. Okay, that he plays the the character so well, and then John Matiran directs it so well. It's all these things coming together to make this work because there's there's definitely scenarios where this like doesn't work as well, or you know, is maybe yep. sillier or it's not as well executed, <laughs> but it's like it's just so so well done like, he looks amazing like i just like that's why the predator is so cool it's like hard for me to almost root against him but i will root of course i'm on arnold's side but i'm also like right. ah, the predator's pretty fucking well, cool like just like <laughs> i take issue with human hunters uh-huh. killing big game or something yep <laughs> like you know come on guy just killing people for trophies oh yeah and we true. know he's just killing them for trophies because he's polishing his skulls he's admiring his it's collection right. of skulls. <laughs> I love we see him work on that. Like he's really meticulous about his little skull polishing session. <laughs> right. Like so I can appreciate that that he's a man of uh who believes in sportsmanship and rules of engagement and and all that. 
and still mm. take issue with the fact that you're just killing for sport. Oh, right, right, right. It right. Oh, yeah. Code of honor for I mean, the event, yep. yeah, but it's like, yeah. and then they, but they let him kill bad guys sometimes. Like in Predator 2, kills like gangs. Oh, of... he kills a bunch of gang members <laughs> and strings them up. Yeah. So you're like, anyone who's a warrior, if you're armed, yeah, he's coming. After you. Yeah, if you're armed, you're, you're fair, fair game. game. It's funny, <laughs> Predator. I'm like, good job, Predator. And I'm like, hold on, Predator. Don't kill Danny Glover and his team. <laughs> yeah, come <laughs> on now. Gary Busey, okay, but the... not, not, not Danny Glover. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, too not... old for this shit. Don't do please. this. <laughs> not Ruben Blades, please. He's just <laughs> uh and definitely uh, not uh oh my god. Uh Bill Paxton. Please not Bill oh, Paxton. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> um He might be you know what? He might be the only one you could change like Shane Black out for Bill Paxton and the movie would oh, still be god. that great. Like, could you yeah. imagine that? Yeah. Didn't Shane Black but, step in? Like I, I think... maybe I'm making a story up that like someone else is gonna play that part and they he to step in. Okay. I think so, because he was, like, sprucing up the script or whatever, like, without, right. you know, like, certain dialogue. And then they're like, well, why don't you just do it? Yeah. And he's like, all right, your pussy's as big as a house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really appreciate, too, going, kind of going back to the Vietnam thing and talking about the cast. Richard Chavez, who played Poncho. Yeah. He served in Vietnam. Oh, so that had to be kind of heavy for him. To be doing a movie where you're back in the jungle in a helicopter. Jesse Ventura was a Navy SEAL. Didn't see combat True. in Vietnam, but he had a, a military pass. He talks so about it a be... lot. I've... Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't <laughs> bring it up go, quite a bit. You can't go one no. interview without him bringing up, I was a Navy <laughs> SEAL. I wish I could do a, uh, a impression of him because I listened to, I think it was Will Sasso do like the a absolutely oh. perfect Jesse Ventura it's impression. so good. If you closed your eyes, you would swear you're hearing Jesse Ventura because he does have a very distinct voice and way of speaking. Very distinct voice. He just, that man will just talk about it. it I watched Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> you're, you're you almost have to like. Say sexual like, Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. A sexual Tyrannosaurus. Okay. Like you have yeah, to like yes. make your, there you go. You're yeah. close. I couldn't even get that close. I, uh. Uh, yeah, I, I almost didn't... unhinge my jaw like a snake eating something <laughs> so I can do it right. For some reason, I got into watching his conspiracy theory show on like True TV oh, like wow. 15 don't years ago. Know. That's a that is a, a oh, I watch hole. it. You as don't like, want to, you, you know, trust me, Matt, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Have you heard about Harp? <laughs> right, now I'm gonna do the rest. Of the, now we're just gonna do switch just, back and forth between our hurts and... my voice to do that, <laughs> like to even it really does. No, I don't. I watch. No, I want to say I watch that show not as like, oh my god, this is so crazy. More no, like I was crazy. like, I have a real distance from conspiracy theories, but I thought it was interesting how he presented them. I was like, okay, Jesse, all right, I'm okay, listening. Jesse. I hear right, you. Why, I was like, why <laughs> okay. do they have a bunch of two uh, two Minnesota? future governors? Yeah, two future film. governors, guys, in this movie. <laughs> two governors, and I've lived. I've now lived in both of the oh, states. Oh, that's right, <laughs> in both their states. Oh my gosh, we're yeah, now. I lived in California when Arnold was the governor. I was living in California, so I lived through that? that. I was there. <laughs> I've heard and... mixed things about him as governor. Well, you were you were actually in California as governor. I think someone described him as a kind of a do nothing governor, or like a lame duck governor. <laughs> uh, kind of. I mean, he he was trying, and I think if I remember, he was kind of there was there was difficulty the house reps and there was all of that kind of similar right. that uh, what you see at the federal level divided sure. and that makes it difficult to get anything done but he was trying Who know i don't know and, i mean and, i think and it did seem like he was trying to he was trying to be like more down the middle and yes. like work yes. with both sides to try to get things done yeah. but you know 
compared yeah, to where he just couldn't make him do you know push-ups to get something passed <laughs> yeah i do remember him trying to be like a reach across the aisle type of guy and yeah. i feel like compared to not to get too political where that party has gone he seems like a right very like he What's couldn't get elected today. No, he they'd be they. No. I mean, they call him now, you know, Republican name only or whatever. It's like he'd be right. so far left for that. You know, he's still a Republican, yeah. like yeah. bananas. But uh, at different times, just twenty years ago, almost. And just that election, <laughs> bananas, B A N A N A S. That was even, you're getting every time you do it. I'm getting better. It's getting better as I go on. All right, got to warm up. Uh, God, he's he seems insane. But I don't just even um. God, uh, God, I'm so thrown off with the Jesse. I just want to do Jesse Ventura fresh. <laughs> what? Well, uh, he's got yeah. that larger than life personality, and I mean, I, he was in it, wrestling, which lends itself yes. to larger than life personalities. Yes. And then he was in, and then he was uh, like Arnold must have liked him enough that he was in Arnold's next movie, The Running Man. So, oh yeah, right. I think I, I guess they're still friends. I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know if they I still know. talk. I mean, but I guess I have Why no not? idea. I but they got along. It's just, but, there's uh, just a really fun mix of people mules. in this movie. Yeah, it is oh, a fun mix. Oh my god, yeah. they're adorable. Oh, aren't they? Every time I see them with him and yes. they're like sitting at his like table and he's like eating and giving them food. I'm like, Arnold's pets are so adorable. hate this guy. He just seems like, you know, like somebody who's <laughs> happy that, you know, I mean, sure. I mean, he did come from very humble origins i watched the th the three-part arnold thing on yeah uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, netflix and and boy they they do make it seem like when he was in office he did a hell of a lot more than he did but <laughs> right neither here nor there but uh, somebody who has really experienced the quote-unquote american dream and like is like seems to be aside from some major fuck-ups that he's done he's owned them and he's moved on and he just seems there's like that just, yes it seems like a guy that like i could get a beer with and have a you know have a good talk with and like just talk about yeah. action movies or talk I, about weightlifting yeah. or being a meathead or just talk about conan for the entire time i don't think i'd be able to speak oh i'd just be looking at him like uh oh, me too. <laughs> if i could talk like, about conan with arnold schwarzenegger i would die i would die i'd be like <laughs> i'm like i'm like so i know that you were supposed to do the like opening uh opening voiceover monologue and how epic it would have been but man mako's voice is so sweet like it's it's perfect yes, the way it is. it is and like you're so stoic and you say so much with your face and he'd be like thank you <laughs> <laughs> you say all that and he's like thank you andy i appreciate that uh, thank you andy i appreciate it ah, thank you so much andy put the cookie down uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad you guys can do the the impression I, I, my, I cannot do like a normal arnold i can't do like normal mine's like so over the top you, arnold like arnold has to be that's yelling fine, or doing get to the job yeah, that's fine yeah it's yeah, get to the job like it's like, kill me come on come on kill me now <laughs> That was a good one. I, man. I, when I love the impressions, so it makes me happy. I remember you said this before about I think like I don't know, cobwebs or Daniel doing impressions, or you were like, give me more impressions. I was like, well, oh yeah, I love it. We do this whole thing as Arnold. I do a lot of jingle all the way. That's like that for some reason the most <laughs> imitatable Arnold to me. I don't know why. Like, put that cookie down. <laughs> Not, a Not a tube. Not a tube. Yeah, you're right. It's a lot of when yelling Arnold's at kids. Funny, yeah. Kindergarten cop. Yeah, he's, I mean the yelling yeah. at kids. He's just that's his wheelhouse apparently. <laughs> When he's what funny, is your daddy? Like, what does he do? Deprecating, it's it's hilarious, and he's great. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's he's so good at comedy. That's I I was talking. Well, my my buddy Ken, he's been on the show. Ken Walker, he's a Stallone uh -huh. guy, 
and I'm a Schwarzenegger guy. And even he agrees. He's like, the one thing Stallone could never get over on Ar- or Arnold was that he's just, he couldn't do comedy as well. No, no, that's not Arnold's his thing. Just so much better. Just look at Stopper, my mom will shoot. And that's a great story too. How Arnold said oh, he was yeah. going to do it just to get Stallone oh. to do it. Yes. And you just reminded me another great Arnold kind of screwing with somebody story. Cause Hayden sent me this, even though he didn't know I was doing this episode, but he sent me a, a video. The arm like, measurements. Here, the arm measurements, the video of he. <laughs> Tell Jesse the story. Ventura, Tell the Jesse story. Jesse Ventura was talking about like, Oh, I wish Andy knew so we could tell the Jesse Ventura impression, but he goes in, oh, I, he's like, the, I, I know the you, story. Oh, you know the story. Well, go ahead and do yeah. the Jesse part if you don't mind. <laughs> I, I can't remember what he says, but basically like, how big are your arms, Arnold? Like type of thing. Like he's like, because he like was basically bragging that his arms were bigger. Or oh, mind around... you, wardrobe told Jesse his arms were bigger. Yes, and well, this, because, so... yeah. Because like, that, hey, so... Arnold, I heard that my arms are bigger than yours. So that, yeah, he's, it's like the way they cut it is like he starts off saying like, well, I went to wardrobe and they told my arms. This is not good. Jesse, my arms are bigger than Arnold's. And then keep, keep going to keep Arnold. Going. And then he's like, yeah, I told the wardrobe people tell Jesse that my arms. Are that not good. As as he. And then uh, and then he says he invited him to like, a I don't know, lift weights or something. And then they measured their arms together, which is like I imagine this whole set was just guys measuring their arms every day. Right. <laughs> well, they were working out every day before they had to be right. I mean, they had they, to. So you yeah. were, t- you know, peak, you know, jam and like, like swole when the film. Yeah. Like, they're probably eating grilled chicken every meal and lifting weights. Um, and then, but yeah, Ar- Arnold like measures the arms in front of Jesse and then he's got bigger arms. And I think Jesse Ventura was like, of course what? he like, does. Like, what are we like? Come on, Jesse. That's, that's come on, Jesse. that you shows you how crazy Jesse is that he could look at Arnold and go, yeah, my arms are bigger than his. Like, that's no, they're not. Consp- that's where his conspiracy theory started. <laughs> it started like, there. Yeah. The measurements Thanks, were wrong. <laughs> the yeah. filming of this movie was wild. Like all the stories oh, that come out of this. Was it Sonny Landham that needed the bodyguard? Don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was Sonny Landham, but like, what's like, it's like, yeah, we can cast this guy, but you have to have a bodyguard with him 24 seven. And the reason was you had to have the bodyguard to protect other people from him. From Sonny. <laughs> it was not the bodyguard. It's a movie in and of itself. Like, people. yeah. Yes. You. Oh my God. So how is there not make a movie about the making how is there not or like been a, a big documentary about it, like a feature length hour and a half of just yeah. seeing how crazy it was, or like a mini series, like they did feud about about uh, the making of whatever happened to Baby Jane, yeah, something like that, or like that 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 series that was about the making of the Godfather. Like you could totally do oh. this. Oh, the, yeah, I you think could. The problem with Predator is who would who on earth would you find to play these guys? Because there's that's so, the like, problem. Nobody the is top, swole like that anymore. One of a kind. No. Like, yeah, like it would be, I think, yeah, I'd be mean, like Arnold, Jesse Ventura, like Sonny Lando's very unique, you know. Like, oh, Michael B. Jordan could be the Carl Withers part. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one I could actually see somebody. That's play. the one I could right. see. Yeah, like, that would work. The problem when you're yeah, trying to play Arnold is I feel like it turns into like a parody no matter who's doing Like, I just feel like exactly. there's hard. only one. No one there's else can one. do it. Yep. The most. So unique. Uh, so I, I would love to see that. I don't know how they pull it off. I meant to pull my Blu-ray off the shelf and then I got lazy and it was on like HBO. It was on Hulu, I think. And I uh-huh. didn't pull the Blu-ray. So I don't know how if there's a good making of documentary or anything. There's on the a Blu-ray. good little short one. And I found it on YouTube because um, I don't have access to all my movies right now. All my stuff's in storage. I had the same problem. Mm-hmm. I just I just got them back out on the shelf. But for a while, I was like, I can't find anything. And it was driving me yeah. insane. Yeah, but I found a good one on on YouTube. It's kind of I think it's called "If It Bleeds." 
you we could kill it the making uh, of yep, predator. i think that's the making of yeah that sounds yeah it's good right. it's really good all the little stories and um interviews with car weathers which watching that now is like oh he was so damn charismatic and just seemed yeah. like every time he came out as 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 everybody knows who listens to this that follows me I'm like the biggest Star Wars nerd there is. I love it. And when Carl Withers was announced as being, you know, coming into the Star Wars universe in Mando and that first celebration he was a part of, and he came out on stage and was doing his Apollo Creed. I want you. I want you. I was just like, I I, I almost passed out from just sheer enjoyment <laughs> of like overload when mm. I'm like, it's happening. <laughs> Um, I uh, think if I remember right, the Blu-ray has a commentary with Arnold and John McTiernan, and it's not oh, uh, nice. as good as the Conan one with him and John Milius. If you can seek that out, the <laughs> best commentary <laughs> ever. I well, think yeah, because it's John ever. Milius, who's but it's, yeah, a it, mad oh, kind of insane, but fun. I watched the whole documentary on him. Oh, it's but, so crazy. Yeah. He is literally, he calls... Um, uh sandal bergman a valkyrie like eight thousand times every time she comes out, he's like look at her she's she's a valkyrie and then at one <laughs> point when arnold's there's an, another sex scene arnold just goes wow i was getting laid a lot in this movie it's just <laughs> it's so great it's like up there with carpenter and he russell was. commentaries oh, it's I, I don't hilarious carmel ever came up in our total recall episode way back when but that total recall commentary oh, with him gosh. and Verhoeven and arnold just you talked about to, that to the movie like he's like, oh, he's a see why I go in and I get the machine and they do the thing I and I come it. out. And he's just like just going through he's like, oh, and I kill this guy, and then I kill that. Guy. It's like Arnold, we're we have eyes, we're watching the movie. But I love that. It's he's almost so like excited. he hadn't seen it since it's he almost, first yeah. made it. Right. And like when I mean, he theaters. probably hadn't. He probably had. True. I don't think he had seen it that long. And then you have to appreciate when people just have a joy about what they do. Oh, I know I I love it. I'm making fun of it, but you I absolutely love that he's that excited. Oh, yeah. That that was something that struck me about this making of the predator little featurette was that like when the guys were talking about it like even though it was like hot as shit in the middle of the jungle and you know all the difficulties and all the prep they had to do and how hard they had to work when they talk about it you could tell that they it they overall enjoyed the experience of working together yeah they had and had time. a good time and it's so it's awesome, this, and it shows. I think it did seem like it might be miserable to shoot just for the conditions, like the heat. Oh, and for the sure. Jungle. Could you imagine? Oh, but I also yeah, seem like they're in the giant... middle of Oaxaca <laughs> and where else? Like Chiapas, like southern Mexico in the jungle. It's hot. It's humid. There's Carrying bugs. weapons You're that are bugged. heavy. And... Oh yes, yeah. Carry, like I can, the bugs. I can only imagine. Like, uh, and it must have been just like a dick swing contest, a dick measuring contest all the yes. time because it's just a bunch the of testosterone, just like oh, oh my god, radiating off the charts. Like it had to be <laughs> just like every day, just guys like trying to outlift each other, and you know, like I'm surprised I... they got along no, so well because it seems like such a collection of alpha males trying to, you know, I imagine Shane Black was in the corner sure. just trying for to sure. write, like, please leave me out of this, like you know. <laughs> I was thinking about Jesse Ventura as Blaine and then Mac doing it as well, holding that minigun and firing it. Yeah. Oh, their their bodies look like it's under so much stress. And those guns, I mean, right. have to but be... they're able to hold it up. Right. True. <laughs> like that those are normally mounted on things. Like yes. they're walking so through that's the a jungle tripod. carrying it. Yeah. Right. Anyone God. seen the Wild Bunch when they get yeah. the when they oh, get, get the, the gallon, gallon gun? gun and the... yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
they get that machine gun and the guys are trying to hold it, it takes two or three guys and they and they can't keep it straight it's no. like the and kick matt grabs it and runs like with it like bill duke is a big man like when mm, when he's standing next to arnold he man. might not be like jacked but he's just a huge yes. stature of solid. a man he's yeah solid, solid and tall like arnold's not short right yeah. like you know none of these guys are like jesse <laughs> by turns like and like max standing next to him and they all look so huge and then um yeah i mean it, it had to be incredibly difficult but then like just a, so much fun and yeah i think when you have arnold as your like alpha alpha male he probably sets the tone for everybody else and it's like arnold never seems to be having a bad time whatever he's doing right or taking Everything himself too seriously nope i think yeah, yeah I, I could see him and i mean just i mean jesse had to have a good laugh after and i get i guarantee all the guys were just like the whole rest of the shoot were just probably calling them by their like bicep measurements like hey 21 right? hey they're 19 <laughs> <laughs> or whatever so i guarantee oh. there was stuff like that and when you're around like that it's hard to really get mad anymore because you're like oh these are just you know we're making this movie and sure i i can't argue the fact that arnold's arms are bigger and why do i even believe it in the first place so dumb <laughs> right look at him Look at, oh. him. look at the man's arms. Yeah, look, look at I him. just look at him. It's look at almost... everything. Look at his back. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's almost good they have guys like Richard Chavez as Poncho yeah. and Shane Black as Hawkins yep. to like give us a scale of like, oh, these are normal yes. people versus this the giant <laughs> these superhumans. Yeah. <laughs> these super yeah, human they're men. not gangly. Oh no, you know, like they're yeah, real no, they're in, no, people. Yeah. No. They're just smaller but than yeah, standing giant. next to <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, and and Kevin Peter Hall, who is in the Predator suit, they needed someone he's tall. Tall. He's taller than Arnold. So in the in the suit, it's like he he looks imposing. Because how do you make Arnold Schwarzenegger look small? Yeah. <laughs> how do you make is, yeah. Sonny Landham look small? You, you cast somebody who looks like that. Yeah. And a tall man yeah. in an alien suit. And you're a tall man yeah. in an alien suit. <laughs> and it's one of those things that what human being is going to be a physical like physically imposing to arnold like we all the movies we've seen up to this point he's the physical physically imposing being yeah and i love the yeah. fact that that's turned on its head and like arnold is totally out outmatched and arnold is yes. totally outgunned and he's not afraid to like play into it and be no. scared like when he's I when love like, it. Yeah, I love it. It's it shows when me he a has lot. to use his wits. I love yeah, how in this not film just his Yes, <laughs> these guys are huge, physical guys with all this firepower, and it's rendered practically useless. Yeah, up it's... against this threat, and they have to use their wits, setting the traps, making the booby traps. When he realizes that the the mud is masking the heat signature, which I don't know that it would actually really do that, but whatever. <laughs> I was thinking, like, how cold Mythbusters is that? Probably did it. I'm sure yeah. Mythbusters did it. I'll have to go back. Right. Oh, they probably did. You should find that one. I, I'm like, how, <laughs> you know, how, he how cold is that? Mud? You know, yeah. <laughs> he has to use his wits. I love that. That it's like even these big guys, when push comes to shove in a situation like this, you have to use your brain. Right. It's a good way to get around the because there's always these like guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger and even I'm not saying like, like the Rock is like a huge human being. He's like six five. 260 right. pounds like the problem when you watch action movies with them sometimes is like these people could not stand a chance against like the henchmen or they send them is like you got to find a good threat for guys that are that gigantic so if yes. you put 
Schwarzenegger against like a seven foot tall alien. You're like, okay, there we go. Now Arnold's in trouble. But like, as I watch Arnold action movies, I'm like, he's not in danger. Like these people are no threat to him. <laughs> punch the no, head true off. True lies. <laughs> he, I mean, nobody's even close to being as big as him. Although, right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, you know, it's not only they have that, guns, but the, but still. Yeah, uh, they've guns. <laughs> But the actual predator is so nimble and quick. It's not a lumbering yeah. alien that we've seen before. Yes, that's right. just super slow and like scary. And you're like, oh no, can they get away? And like, no, like they can't get away. No, you can't no. outrun this. You can't out strengthen it. You can't outshoot it. You have to outsmart it. And I love that Arnold was like, yeah, I, I, I don't know the man, of course, but I'd love to think when he like read that it was he was probably like, finally, I get to like be a, a, a full rounded action character instead of just right. this guy that shoots everything. <laughs> yeah, it's and that I, scene that... of him like setting up all of his own home alone traps. Like, I love when he has <laughs> yeah. to make the bow and arrow and he's yes. over his back. And I was like, nobody else could make that look that cool no. or have a back like that to bend covered a tree in mud. around. Covered, oh, covered in mud oh. and he's like and he's pulling down on the the ropes of gigantic logs with it's so perfect but you're like i buy I into love this. it yes. and then the i love when things of... don't work out or it shows yes. how smart the actual predator is when he walks forward and feels the spike and it's like oh shit yeah damn it <laughs> <laughs> he still has the backup plan with the log he still has the yep. yes uh, yes but i yeah i mean the predator is just it, like i love the sequence of them both getting like ready for battle at the same like cross cutting like Arnold doing his homework yes. and the predator I getting ready it. to go out there. So and great! It's like, this is so this is good stuff. Like just pulling out <laughs> poor Billy's uh, spinal cord, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. spine oh, yeah. out of his corpse, just, just and then looking at all his little trophies. The image uh, of the I predator, like, Billy. I wish we had gotten a scene of him at least cutting him because I love when he stands there and just takes off his shirt. Oh my God! Billy's like, last stand on that bridge. It's one of the most badass things ever yes. filmed. Yeah. Yep. And I love that Arnold doesn't even question it. He's like, well, I don't want this to happen, but thank you for letting us get away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, well, he's got to do what he's got to do. All right, moving on. I, I do love yeah. that idea of when somebody, I feel that happened in multiple, at least happened in Predators, the 2010 one where the, the Yakuza guy goes up one-on-one yeah. -on -one with the Predator. Which oh, is probably the yeah. Best parts of that movie is when he's in that yep. field and it's just like, all right, let's, you know, do this. And they have like a, sword fight basically so i yeah. forgot yeah they cut away yeah i mean billy's just there and it's like oh he's gonna die but he's gonna put up a you know he's gonna go out but he knows cool that way. that's a choice he's yeah. making to go mm -hmm. down fighting rather than yes. running right yes but it's still very badass i was like but yes the predator holding badass. up a skull with a spinal cord attached to it is like one of the coolest images <laughs> the whole spinal column <laughs> the whole spinal column just like it's such amazing a, I, the imagery of the predator is so fucking cool that's why I, again i can like never almost root against even when he's going against good people i'm like oh predator i wish you weren't but i, I wish you were doing that but <laughs> I know. like it's a i think in god it's a bad movie but alien vs predator requiem the second one they do make the smart decision of like really going all in on the predator is like the main character hero of the movie because i don't think you even have like a human character really to root for it's just like mm. you're following the predator trying to do this mission or his hunt on earth predator and, stuff and the aliens are like yeah predator, predator stuff, stuff. <laughs> and the aliens are doing really <laughs> fucked up shit that way they're killing kids they're killing families right uh and you're like i mean Fuck it guys that puts the r in requiem i mean that puts <laughs> avp r i mean when you can see it it's 
kind of fun, but it's a, one of the darkest movies I've ever seen in my life. I always want to make that joke. It's lit by like two candles and a flashlight because like, it's, like a flashlight with low, low battery, power. low battery. I'm like, could someone afforded like one, maybe two more lights for this movie? I don't know what we're doing, but uh, I was like, okay, the one good choice they make in this is like the predator is finally like just the main character. Cause I, I think there's like human yeah. characters are falling. They don't do anything. It feels like it's just like the predator, like almost being like a detective too. I feel like he's going around, like following their trail. Like, right. Detective yeah. predator. Along detective with predator. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> it's like detective predator. <laughs> this is predators talking back and forth, right? Like pulling out his little steno pad, writing down his notes. <laughs> now I want to see like a film noir with a predator who goes in like a yeah. smoky office and he's just like making his noises and, Typing on a kit is a the predator a hound for or justice? No, he'd be typing on his arm, he'd just be like, like, is he a hound I, for justice? He is. I well, could I it be? See, for him, I don't think it's just. I think it's just sport. I think that's what the, the difference. Well, no, the the hunting is just for sport, but he does have you know those kind of rules of engagement. He's got. This is yeah. why I appreciate him. I like he people plays by rules. Yes, that kind of falls into justice. Set of rules. Yeah, codes that of he honor. Does not cross. I, yes. Yeah. I appreciate codes he could have. When Dutch is yelling at him to kill him, kill him now, do it. He doesn't. He doesn't. Do it now. Do it. It would not be sportsmanlike. Oh no, it would not. It would not be sportsmanlike. He, uh, I listen. I appreciate any code of honor <laughs> kind of character. Too. I know. I, know. I love that it takes. I, I love that the predator takes his mask off to like show him face to face. It's, uh, it's yes. almost like the the predator respects arnold enough to do that because he's like all right you went through yeah. all this you've given me the most trouble out of anybody here like and i love it. it's like you're one ugly motherfucker <laughs> it's, it's such a <laughs> wonderful and he like, is it he is he's, but yeah, I, I i'll love never forget the, the little... first time oh nope yeah me Those neither little man never forget your first time little mandibles <laughs> now that's oh, a you, surprise you like hear him <laughs> clacking like the teeth little like oh yeah. hell no no. Even if you know there's an alien, I don't think you would expect yes. it to look like that. You didn't expect no. that. Okay, minor quibble. <laughs> Not a problem with Please. the movie, I say. But I I guess I, I would much rather the Predator keep the mask on because I think it looks so much cooler. He looks scarier and freakier with the mask off. But I'm like, part of me oh, looks, looks like... Freaky. You look, I don't know. I've, it's like when it's like in the Spawn movie when Spawn constantly has the mask off. Like, put the mask back on. You look goofy with your hamburger face. Sure. Like, put the mask on. So I I'm like, you. Predator takes his mask off. And I'm like, yeah, you look freaky, but you look so much cooler. The mask on. I'm like, I prefer the look of him with the, the helmet, the mask. I prefer like, the helmeted right. look too, but yeah. But, I but love he, the he's an alien being of, with principles. It yes. was a principle like, of the yeah. thing. He had to take it off. Yeah. That was more just I'm gonna, observation. I'm going to look you in the <laughs> eyes as I kill you. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you're going to make reveal. eye contact with me, Dutch, and you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah. But I hear you. He looks cooler. Yeah. Oh, that's wait, all I'm I mean, with the mask. I mean, yeah. as awesome as Stan Winston's creation is, and it just looks great, man, just the look of that mask, it's so simple, yet yeah. awesome at the same time. And that I think that's the beauty of Predator. It's simplicity is also awesome because the movie isn't of itself pretty simple when you think about it. It's right. Like, yeah. Right. Like these guys, but like we've said, there's layers to it, but man, it just, it looks so damn cool. Like from the spaceship <laughs> starting all the way it's, to the end. It is deceptively simple. And then it un like layers unravel. It's like, yeah, it's like, a, a it is it's like a once we get past the <laughs> geopolitical ramifications of the mission at the beginning. That's the only, yeah, that's the only little hang up where it's not so like 
cut and dry. Where it's not, it's, oh, wait, where it's not so simple. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting and I think it's cool because it very much speaks to that time and the whole right. late yeah, stage yeah. Cold War thing. But I remember yeah. when I was a kid, like not like, fully grasping the ramifications get to the, get of to the, the real guns. mission. Yeah. I still don't, I still don't comprehend it. Don't feel bad. Let's go. Let's go. Like, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. CIA stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, give me the. I don't, I don't find like, it boring. Give me the guns. Just, give me the predator. I, I think because I, I know it's CIA. not real and not important, I don't really right. even listen to it anymore because I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's bullshitting them. Okay, get to the. <laughs> get the shit. Blah, blah, blah. Gobbly, good, gobbly, good. You're going to turn on him. Yeah. Who cares? We yeah. want to see the predator kill everybody. And man. <laughs> Cold to War and geopolitics I mean, aside, yeah, yeah, it's very simple. I was thinking I could watch like a Men on a Mission movie where it's just yeah. like these guys going into like fighting, like freeing a village of people from mercenaries, or you know, like I could totally watch that movie. Yeah. The Predator yeah. showing up, it's like this hard right turn into you a, get that movie. Yeah, I mean, you I do get, get that, that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like yeah. I could have watched a full movie. Like it could have kept going. Yeah. Like oh, we got to go to like I don't know somebody's. Capital, or like there's like a, i'm trying to think of what movie did this like it's like the fourth rambo movie or something or it's like they storm like a capital it's like expendable oh, i don't know the what third one i and, think yeah well, yeah the like third one he like he he saves uh richard uh you know richard krenna but they have to like go into the like storm the bad guy's base and everything yeah, that's and, what yeah. i think it could escalate yeah. the to, third like, one okay. is the one that i avoid rewatching. <laughs> i mean the third <laughs> yeah you know he, you're right carmelita i've seen carmelita, it once and I'm like, he, Ooh. he literally jump kicks somebody who hangs himself and then his grenades explode and the guy's body blows up. I know. I'm a huge fan of the Rambo franchise. All the so other films. Rambo's three. That's the uh, the third one like is the, the one that one. I'm like. Ah. See, that's me with the last one because it's kind of like okay. uh, doesn't feel Rambo to me. <laughs> but I, listen, the last one is one of those things where it's not great, but I kind of love it because of how insanely violent it's it gets. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not the best one, but I I enjoyed the shit out of it. And that final montage of John oh, Rambo yeah. through the when ages. He's, when he's rocking on the porch. Yeah, that brought I tear teared up. It, oh, yeah, me too. I teared up <laughs> in the fucking yeah. movie theater. I went to the movies by myself. So did I. <laughs> and mm. I'm like sitting there, this middle-aged woman by myself in the movie theater crying. Because John Rambo's rim. getting old, and we're all getting old, and we're all going to die. Nobody wanted to go with me, so I went by myself, yeah. and it was a very unpacked theater. And I remember I was in there. I was just like, I was like, oh, they're going to do this. As soon as he sat down and they started with the montage, yeah. I was like, oh, no. Oh, God, no. My <laughs> oh, Some of my heroes are dying. Oh, that, no. Yeah. I mean, that was it was emotional. It was funny because the fourth Rambo movie, I thought, ended kind of perfectly to end his story. And they were like, one more time. Yeah. So good. No notes. The fourth Rambo movie is so good. I love it's my God. How good Me and my friend it were has absolutely no right being losing it in the theater because we did not expect it's the amazing. level of violence that it delivers. Yes, like, it's when he gets wild. on that machine gun. When people's bodies start, he's just yeah, killing off, everybody. When he jumps on the back of the jeep and just that guy sitting in the driver's seat and he just annihilates oh God, that yeah, guy, yeah, I'm yeah. like, there's nothing left. This it's so why, crazy. This is why I go to the movies, <laughs> and that's why I love the end of. The- <laughs> Fifth Rambo, I, I don't want to spoil it, but the way I'll, he Rambo kills the bad guy, surprise! But the way he kills the very last bad guy, oh. I wanted to stand up and applaud. I was like, "Oh no, that was my favorite part of the last <laughs> two Rambo movies." Like, I just how he justice. And no, I was like, <laughs> "Oh God, I love it, I love it." Um, okay, Rambo, <laughs> we love violent action movies. I, yeah, I told this many sorry, times. Sorry, not sorry. 
me and Andy do. talked about this on Cobra, where we're like, we love guns and movie violence, but like yeah. only it, it's such a different thing than reality. Like that's of course, I, yeah, I, obviously, yes, real violence. it's a like, film. Yeah, it's I train in <laughs> in martial arts, and people ask me like, you ever had to use it? I was like. No, I purposely don't <laughs> use it. Like I go out of my way to talk right, to people like, to avoid. No, no, I'm not escalating stupid. It's to not that the point. way to handle things unless yeah. I'm watching a movie and then I yes. want my things handled in a violent way. But that's it. Only in movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. It's yeah. It's so different. I uh, and then watching Predator when they're just firing guns into the jungle. I'm like, yeah, movie. <laughs> Like five stars, five stars, five, five stars. stars. Hit the letterbox button, five stars. Also, Andy, this did get Can five I go stars six? On... I mean, this is five stars. Sorry, Jaws. Predator got five stars. <laughs> hey, we'll see who gives me Jaws shit about doesn't that have Arnold and it doesn't have a group of men shooting. Yeah. Oh my God. Un what if we drop the Predator un group? Un unknown amount of rounds into a jungle and literally foliage falling. You can see into the jungle that you could not see before. I know. We put the, what if we put the Predator crew on a boat versus Jaws? They're just firing guns. <laughs> into the it's water. over. Arnold it's doesn't over. even need the guns. He'll figure against out how Jaws. To out it's Jaws. over. Yeah, now it's against over. the Orca from Orca. I still need to see Orca. I still need to see Orca. I hear it's a good time. Oh, um, that killer whale. Four point five stars. Easy, Matt. <laughs> that killer whale does not play, oh. and he's out for justice. He's out for revenge. The Orca. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds like an intense version of Free Willy. That's what I mean. <laughs> it is. Uh, I'll it see is. Orca someday. Yeah. I'll yeah. see. I Where do the kid's standing there and, you know, you know, the whale jumps over. This one, the whale eats him as it jumps over. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like you're part of the problem, kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Get out of here, you turd. <laughs> yeah. All humans are the enemy. Okay. I've waited two hours into the podcast to drop this information. Um, do you know what? I visited the Predator set in Mexico? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you waited you until waited? now? <laughs> Man, Tell how could you everything. hold? I kept waiting for an opportunity. Information from us, man. I kept waiting for an opportunity. So we were in. We were on. I went to Mexico one time. We went to vacation, uh, Puerto Vallarta, I believe. I was very uh -huh. young. I was like ten, I think. And uh, we. So the funny thing was, we go to the Predator set, and then they immediately tell us, like, okay, so only like part of the movie was filmed here. <laughs> like Don't a right. very, a very small. You were in part. Jalisco. They took you into Jalisco. Maybe. I, I had yeah. a shirt. I wish I still had the shirt. I had a shirt with Arnold's picture, like kind of like the Predator poster that said, I survived the Predator movie set or something. <laughs> and it's like, they had a helicopter. I remember that. They had a crash helicopter. And you know the part where Arnold jumps kind of like from that rock into the water near the end? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That you can jump off. Uh -huh. of. Oh, that's like, cool. That's Please where tell we me were. you jumped off of it. I did. I did. Yes. Although I think there's, here's the funny thing. That's very high. So I feel like there was a, a lower level they let you jump if off they let at. you like, jump off there's more safe. and i think there's a one you can't see or something where it's like it's it's a, you can jump off at the same spot but it's lower but i definitely That's jumped okay. off the waterfall i was very scared to do it um but there wasn't much there if i remember right like there was a helicopter there was a gift shop there was a place to jump off the rock and that was about all i remember that might have been all there was but it still was cool and i really wish That's i still had that t-shirt that's rad that's all yeah. i need it was I very would die happy to go there no other had... trip would ever top that i'd be telling people every day like i'd go out somewhere guess where i was the predator set yeah oh, you want to hear yeah. another well this is a sadder story from my childhood so i was all excited oh. I went to school after the vacation with my brand new predator, predator. set shirt that i was yeah. all excited about and kids are making fun of me at lunch 
because they Those were bastards. Like, they were like, oh, what's that lame old movie you got on your shirt? And like making fun of me. They're like, your shirt's stupid, basically. And I was like, it's not stupid. Shut up. <laughs> You're <laughs> stupid. Yeah, fuck those kids. I can't, Now I look back on like, those kids are idiots. They're like fun of Predator. Like, you know why? They probably hadn't seen it because their parents wouldn't let them. Yeah. And they were yeah, mad, so they it's... were taking it out on you, Matt. That's they why. were. You're a little just baby. Jealous. You can't watch the rated R movie. Little bastards! I don't. Sorry, I hate okay. those kids. I hate those. Kids. I just like I, I regress. Sometimes I want to like time travel and like beat up children that made fun. Of I want to do yeah the whole end of Jay and uh, uh, oh, Silent yeah. Bob where they go Bob. travel around beating up all the like up internet people. people that were saying bad things. Go we'll back go and like, back. My, go back and be my yep. own bodyguard. Be like, leave him alone. And I punch a child and I leave. And like, who was that guy? He teleported away. Yeah, um, we just going to ring. I'll be your bodyguard. So you okay. were, and I don't, oh. I don't know the city in Jalisco where they filmed, but yeah, it would be near. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, so yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah, it was just weird. I remember, like at the time, even I was like, "Why are they making fun of me wearing this shirt?" I don't understand. Like, it's like kids. It, it was. I think I it was sixth grade, so I was new. To, it was like middle school because I think we went in the summer and I started. Kids are grade. stupid. Kids in middle school are the fucking worst. They will make fun. Sixth, of seventh grade is the worst. They will make fun of anybody for anything. Like I was like, "What's wrong with the predator or the predator shirt?" Yeah, it's vicious. Oh. Don't even. I, I was so I was so nervous when my when my oldest started going to, to school because growing up he was very emotional and he would like you know not like flip out but if we went to like uh like yeah. uh, a hockey game and the guy wouldn't throw the like shirt to him he he'd like sulk and get like teary eyed mm -hmm. and I'd be like every day I'd be like please don't let kids make fun of my son because I will I don't wish violence on anybody but I will beat the shit out of a little kid that is mean to my kid. <laughs> And there's been so many times where my like wife has had to, like we've been at like parties and there was a kid inside of this little jumping area this little like you know like uh blow up castle and his like there was a mom over there going well billy we don't let billy watch power rangers because that that makes people power violent and, I, oh and I, I i i and then i see this kid shoving everybody around i turned i'm like is that billy and she's like billy i was like yeah my kids watch power rangers and they don't shove and kick people because they're good people it's not oh, that simple. I wanted simple, to grab folks. Billy and just yeah, throw him around that like not that simple. Did, yeah, I watch a lot simple. of violent things. I don't that only goes ever that violent. Maybe a little mean toward my little sister, but I feel that's most big brothers little sister. That was mostly wrestling moves. It was like I here, Jenny Rock oh. Bottom. <laughs> stone Cold Stunner. Take it. She's like, what? My little my little sister will still try to stone cold stone cold stunner me when whenever we're like family hanging out for dinner or cards or play. She'll immediately I'll just come walking up and she'll go, hey, Andy. And then she acts I'm like, I know it's coming. And she like goes to walk away and she'll try to kick me and then grab my neck and like stun. I was like, yep, still to this day. The person really years has later. to cooperate for the stunner. I feel like they have to go down and flip back and uh, oh, my and so I sell like the rock does. I oh, flip oh, yeah. out of the ring almost like, onto my head. Tell yeah. my sister Jenny, I'm like, Jenny, you're not even selling the move. Come on, you gotta like do a flip. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks, Jenny, ankle it lock. takes two to make this look it. great. I had a snappy ankle. <laughs> like, oh god. She still sends me like memes, like videos of like like my older brother beating me up with wrestling moves. And I'm like, sorry, Jenny. Like, sorry. It was like, it was, I had a rough couple of years in middle school. I was going through some stuff. They're making fun of my predator shirt. So making fun of my predator it shirt. Come on. It was the hard. coolest shirt ever. I was taking it out on you. Um, so anyway, you were dry shaving. I mean, I was dry shaving. I was going through a lot of change. Going through a lot of change. <laughs> I was a lot of limp biscuit. I was dealing with a lot of feelings. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Hey, it's Listen. just, hey, it's just one of those days. It's, it's just one of those days. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to break stuff uh, and then cry in a corner. Um, middle school me had a lot going on, like a lot going on. I was Friends. proud of myself that I, I never bought a red fitted baseball hat. 
wear backwards. Oh, I, I guess I tried to find one so badly, Andy. I tried so hard and I could never do it. I, my mom would not buy me like official Jinko pants because they were too expensive. She was like, here are these. Years I'm like, they're off gray, you, mom. So I, I had to wear the real to do that, But yeah. No. Like, God damn I didn't want to look like Fred Jinkos. Dursk. <laughs> you want me to get made fun of again for wearing fake Jinkos? God. <laughs> like, they got to be real. <laughs> Parents just oh, don't understand. They don't. I don't. It's like turning my middle school confessions episode. This is. This. Confessions. Anyway. I think it's 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 all the testosterone, the film, and Bring puberty, the changes. Changing. Something's happened here. Yeah. Yep. These were the men Something's I aspire to be as a young boy. <laughs> like, and no one on earth can be them but them. No, no. Nope. <laughs> no, I learned that. I got it. No, I, I, I'll save another story for another time. I have another. <laughs> yeah. You, okay, need, yeah, you have a whole year's worth of shows to do. Uh, I do, I do. I'll ask yeah. you guys both, if I may, Matt, can I ask a question? What is your favorite kill of our group of like, uh, you know, the team are like team? I, I feel bad. I almost feel bad saying it because he just died in real life. But I was like, Carl Weathers might get the best death scene because it's very dramatic. The it's arm gets dramatic. blown off first, but he's still trying to shoot with the other arm and he's yeah. spinning around. And like, I kind of almost forgot how dramatic it was. I mean, so I was like. And his his like his painful yell when his arm gets taken off is you can hear it and feel it. You're like, oh, gosh, that's like and it's yeah. still shooting. Yes. It, oh, oh, yeah. It feels it feels like real pain. Like if your arm gets blown off, yeah. I don't care how tough you are. You're going to be screaming like, no, no, you're going to be screaming. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so it's probably and Carl Weathers. I feel weird snarly. saying that he just passed away, but uh, it's probably him. The Jesse Ventura one. He acted too. the hell out of that scene. He did, he did act the hell out of that scene. scene. And I, oh, I, I meant to mention this earlier, and I, I heard this recently, that I think John McTiernan was the one who was like, really wanted Carl Weathers to go opposite Arnold because he knew how good an actor Carl Weathers was. And Arnold's still kind of kind of green at this point as an actor. Like, yeah. um, so he's like, I want somebody who's really good for Arnold to play off of. And I was like, I need somebody like Carl Weathers. So Perfect. credit to Carl Weathers. It's like, that's how, how yeah. highly Mission they thought of him. Yeah, how highly they thought of Carl Weathers was like, he's got to be the, the guy to go against Arnold kind of and he, like, help Arnold out basically with acting right. kind of. So um, yeah, probably his death scene. That's what about awesome. you guys? That one's amazing. And I love <laughs> how dramatic it is, but I think my favorite is Mac. Mm. Me too. Max is crazy. <laughs> it's like, I, I love like the lead up to it when he's, Oh yeah. Singing. When he's the like, yeah, yes, no, it's so oh. good. And then when he's laying there, and all of a sudden, the laser, mm. the little tr little triple laser is on him. And the look on his face like, fuck, it's over. Right. Yep. And then just gone. And then the back of his head blown off. It's so violent. <laughs> so yeah. gory. Just dump, so dump a bucket practical. of blood. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. My yeah. Just yeah, dump Matt. a bucket of blood on the camera. It's, oh, it's, that was yeah, my just... that was my runner up. I think was my second yeah. choice. That I mean, and Jesse Ventura getting his chest blown—that's pretty crazy too. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it's it's pretty. Never gnarly. saw it coming. Yeah, nope. it's <laughs> eighty-seven. Man, what a year for violent action! <laughs> right? It was. What man, a time we we're feasting. We. <laughs> Robocop. This <laughs> film feasting, some might say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good job, oh. Andy. Uh, oh, gosh, Andy, that was a really, really good joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the big pussy jokes in this film. <laughs> oh, way better. <laughs> Can 
I tell you about these coffins they're keeping in Georgia? What are they for, Andy? Like, it's a terrible Jesse Ventura. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice I'm the one who's saying big pissy joke this whole show so that you two don't have to. I, I appreciate Thank that. You. <laughs> I, although, remember, I did make the joke earlier because it was so bad. Yes. When yes. Shane Black did it. But it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's this is the kind of yeah. good one to have a definitely have a female presence on. <laughs> it's like so so macho, so macho. It's so macho. One woman in the it whole really movie. Yep. Yeah, the only woman in the whole movie. <laughs> like the she whole makes it thing. And she like she brings does. people back for him. She brings the like you know military. She's like it's over there. Yeah, yeah. She does. So she's she a great character. I, yeah, yeah. She did more than I remember on this watch. I was like, she's doing, mm-hmm. and she doesn't get to talk a lot, but I feel like she's doing yeah. a lot of like. Face act <laughs> that makes like, yes. like internalized. When she does scared. talk, though, when she does talk, though, yeah, that's some ominous shit she's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's scary. It's freaky. You're like, I don't like this lady. You're freaking me out. Like, just let her go. <laughs> like, she's scary. Well, it occurred to me this time because I was watching it, and they don't subtitle some of the stuff she says in Spanish. No. Oh. Uh-huh. Now I speak Spanish, so. I've always known everything she said. Oh. oh. But for an English only speaking audience, like that would even add to the how ominous it is because she's speaking in a language you don't understand and she looks really freaked out. Yeah, she's like quivering, like shaking. She, yeah. Her face, yeah. like, like <laughs> I think she's covered in blood at the one point and her face yes. looks so... Hawkins blood. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Like so shell-shocked. Like she mm-hmm. looks so like someone who's truly seen something like really traumatic and insane, uh, horrific, yeah, haunting. It's a very haunting face. I was like, yeah, this man, that very much so. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Um, everybody again, old Jackie Birch, casting director. <laughs> Thank to you, the Jackie. Last... Good job, Thanks, Jackie. Jackie. Should have won that Oscar retroactively. They're going to give out now. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah, kidding me? Casting... I know. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, just man, <laughs> so good. Down to even the smallest part. Um. What else about Predator? I don't know. There's so like I feel like we've said so much. The Predator's death is pretty cool. How he knows that he's defeated, oh, yeah. He yeah. won't let himself get. And I like the fact that he uses Billy's laugh, and Arnold's like, yeah, doesn't get it it's at first, so and good. he watches and he sees it kind of. He's like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. He just, like, just he his watch. Off. Oh shit, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are like not countdown. numbers like numerical symbols like we have, but you could tell that's a countdown. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can hear it start to get like faster yes. and faster. And I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> so, and that's just, and I, yeah. how it's like, it's like coughing up blood on itself. And it's just like, yeah. you know, and Arnold's just looking at it like, and he could like kill it. But even right. Arnold has like a sense of like, holy shit, I just beat this thing. Like, how? <laughs> and then he's shocked. And yes. then it's just like, you didn't beat me. Do, 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 do. And he's just like, right. what? So, yeah. <laughs> the so, predator's not a, getting taken alive. No, it's a really cool no. end to the predator that, I, again doesn't give arnold the like superhero kill that every other movie he had does like he doesn't get to stab yes. it in the head or anything he just he, he has to run away from it yeah. so even the predator has death, one more trick up his yeah sleeve. the predator He's still like... had yeah one more <laughs> trick like, up its sleeve very crafty that predator uh like, the score did we have to talk about the score oh, oh my Sylvester? god yeah no come oh. on Oh, yes, thank I, you, Carmelita. Thank that. you, Carmelita, because I meant to put that in my notes and I forgot. I was like, "Holy, it's tremendous!" This I'm hearing it right now when they're like, just the drum. Oh, I was like, is this one of those scores that's like been repurposed and reused other things? Or it's just so burned in my brain from Predator that I felt like it's such a good score they might have reused it in like trailers for other movies or something like. 
maybe, it, but it's, it's probably just so burned into your I brain. I don't probably know. So it's so burned into your brain. It, yeah, thank It's so good. When his name popped, I was like, good job, Mr. Sylvester. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's oh. beautiful. Well, and I love it kind of in some parts reminds me of the Conan score. Yep, Basil Just Poldier. how epic yep. it yeah. is in parts. But it is very different. They're not, he's not riffing on that. But I like that it evokes the same feeling of something really epic. Even though this is not an epic film in terms of length, even though it takes place in basically one location. Sure. But the music is like, no, this is a fight to the death that's coming. It's great. It's The yeah. score does like raise the whole movie up i feel like i mean and a yeah. good score a great score can do that for things like another example it's a it's a weird parallel of predator I, like the example i always think of where a score raise the movie up is home alone a john williams score in home alone like sure. i think raises that movie to a different level that and i think they even said that in something i watched about home alone where they're like when they added that score on from him it's like the movie went up 10 notches because uh, from like it's... december 1st onward that's in my head i'm walking my house going the score score matters i was it does yeah, matter score, i am i feel bad i almost forgot how good the score is a predator because as soon as it kicked in and i saw his name i was like oh shit this oh, is a i love it score. i love so, it I'm, so much oh, it's so good so good <laughs> yep that's one of my things that's why you'll you'll see when i when i talk about even like dtv movies if a, if like somebody does a good score i'm going to talk about it because it elevates anything yes, and it takes it matters it takes something like conan and then that that score just i mean that is one of my uh, after star wars that is my score like i can put it on no and it's amazing whether i'm working out or just wanting to like read something epic i put that on because i don't you know because if i if there's like words in it i'll start singing along and i'll stop reading because i have a very <laughs> short reading attention span matt and i covered this i think a few a few podcasts ago we're oh, not the yeah, best yeah. readers um <laughs> you know I don't get scared to read at home or not scared to read at home, but I don't get bored at home because <laughs> I can read oh. at home. But um, yeah, no, uh, there's something about a good score. And man, this one from the moment it kicks off. Yes. And, and, and you're right. There's like moments where it becomes so orchestral because there's like, yes, you know, literally yes. it like takes a moment to breathe and it like plays up and you can hear horns and you can hear other things like chiming in and you're like, oh, wow, this isn't just typical action movie or like, you know, I love it, but commando is all those what you know timpani drums just over and over and over and over right, and over right. and over again this is like a legit score that you could listen yes. to yeah all of it like over and over again um, it has yeah, these crescendos so and all these yes. really dramatic moments yeah and, yeah, it, totally it, and it also there's moments where the the score plays into the like scary yes. horror elements of yeah. it and it yeah. does Attention. all yeah. yeah, I imagine they got the score and they put it on the movie and they were like, holy shit, like we really got something now. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it was great it was, before, but now, before, holy but you shit. slap a good score on it, it takes it like an Next overdrive. Level. Is it maybe it's just a me thing? It's kind of a, a tangent, but I feel like I will definitely notice a great score. Like, I no problem recognizing great score. I hear people say stuff like, oh, I was so distracted by how bad the music was or how bad the score was. I feel like I almost never notice a bad score. It's almost like I, oh, I do. <laughs> like I think it has I to be noticed it it has to be like crazy left field like circus music in a horror or so, you know something <laughs> like really wild like for me to be like what the fuck is this score because i've seen i've seen reviews of things and people movies i've seen and people are like oh the score was so bad distracting and i'm like i didn't even notice the score <laughs> so it's like if it's I, really I, bad yes it distracts me it has to be it has to be absolutely 
crazy and terrible for me to notice it because if it's really like, bad or if it's really mismatched. Yeah, I think mismatched totally. is more than bad. Like if the like, if the music evokes a tone that doesn't match with what I'm supposed to be feeling based on the what's happening on the yeah, screen, we have a problem. That's what I noticed. And I feel like I watched some horror movie. I'm not gonna remember it like a month, a couple months ago. And like it was supposed to be all scary and tense, and it had like fucking circus music over it. Where it's like it's like supposed to burst something. It's like boop a doop, boop beep, boop a doop, boop. I'm like, why is this goofy score? I sounds like to be murdered. It might have been a Jallo actually, which usually they have pretty good scores. That's possible, but, usually, but sometimes, but sometimes yeah. they get lazy and they slap a circus theme on it, and it's like, what is? It's like that's the kind of thing I notice. But sometimes some just, people are scared of clowns. Uh, yeah, I never. They are. I don't know. I'm not one of those people. I, I like. No, I'm like not trying to shame anybody who's scared of clowns, but like, no, no, no. That's one of those fears where I'm like, I, you know, I, I, that, scary but the, clown, you're just, the music doesn't freak you out. Basically, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we want a clown tangent, but like, if it's a scary clown, yeah, I'm scared. But if it's just any kind of clown, I'm like, oh, it's a clown. Okay, whatever. <laughs> like, it's, you know, I'm the yeah. circus. And, uh, but I do know, I've known people who were like scared of any kind of clown. I'm like, what? Yes, some people are. I don't get it. Anyway, it's a real thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I once I once dated somebody who was terrified of pickles. <laughs> Interesting. That should be my. So new guess excuse. what? So guess what? I would bring up bring bring over every time oh, I showed up. Oh, like, that's cruel. A monster, Andy. I, that's cruel. It was it never was gonna never gonna, gonna work. It, it was never gonna, gonna work. I do. I, I will share one. Yeah, you know, Matt. Matt. Matt shared a good story. I'll share one. I was a senior. She was like maybe a year or two younger than I. So I was going away to to uh, uh, to college. And this way, she, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I didn't try to blow it up, but it was just like, I was like, I'm going to have fun with this. We're not going to, we're not getting married, but, um, and it, oh. it's pickles. Like you can just throw them away. And I, I mean, sure. They leave juice on the burger. It's gross, but whatever. I don't, gross. I don't like, I don't like pickles, but I, I I'm also not like definitely like she would literally freeze up. So I'd That's, be like, all right, I'll take your yeah. pickle. But, um, so anyway, <laughs> I remember, so I had left, I was at school and I remember she called me and she was like, so homecoming is coming up. Are you coming back to go with me? I was like, no. She's like, why? I was like, because I graduated. I'm not going to homecoming when I don't go to the school anymore. <laughs> Kick rocks. You have a point. I remember, remember, I, 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 I was like, go, I, you know, I was like, go with your friends. And she was like, are you kidding me? I was like, no. And then she was like, is this thing going to last? And I was like, in, in my head, I was like, I don't think so. But I was just, and I, you know, I'm like 19. So I'm like, I'm like, sorry, I'm not, I'm not coming home for a dance. It's, it's not going to happen. I'll come home at Christmas when school's over, but I'm not coming back for that. Cause there's no break. And, and it was like two and a half hours away. And my dad's not coming to pick me up. Cause I didn't, you know, cause I couldn't have a car freshman oh. year. So all this story to then say, met my now wife then and called her the, the night I, I met. And she was like, this ain't working out. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> It's over. Enjoy the pickles I mailed you. Yeah. <laughs> I left pickles uh, hidden in your room. Imagine, You'll never imagine, find them. You put pickles in her bed like the Godfather, and she pulls the sheet up and <laughs> it's like screaming. Ah! Ah! Um, you know what's funny about that? I don't. I'm not afraid of pickles, but I hate <laughs> pickles with every fiber of my being. They are my number one most hated food. It's gross. They're disgusting. Being... Oh my god! Thank you. I want to hug both of you. Don't, don't want them on burgers. Don't being... want them on my on my plate that comes with yes yeah if they touch the fries like, they're like tainted oh, like you've tainted ew. the fries yeah. they leave a juice get that yeah, shit yes out. <laughs> yes pickles just yeah. can't just be rancid juice everywhere <laughs> dill. Rancid oh, take juice. it Ugh. dill pickle i, I like love dill pickle. this because every time i bring up i hate pickles somebody <laughs> 
somebody <laughs> always is like, I love pickles. Uh, and I'm like, I don't I know I, a lot of people that do. And I'm do. happy to More go out to, to lunch you. with them because then they can eat the pickles that are on the plate when I order my grilled cheese. And it shouldn't have pickles, but they're going to no, put them on there. Cheese. Even if you say yeah. don't, even if you say they don't put pickles on it, they're still going to do it because bless them. They're busy in the kitchen. And, and, a pickle and just goes I need someone yeah. there to grab the pickle and eat it quickly. So the juice doesn't further taint my meal. Yeah, this is my I girlfriend has appreciate that. Yeah, I hate pickles. And I just she's like, pickles are great. Here you go. Take it. Uh, like, please. My, like, yeah. my wife loves pickles, but I'm like, no. And I, I have to fight the urge if they accidentally put it on the burger. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be a dick and send it back for pickles. No, but don't do that. I like I like take it off and I like look at the bun. I was like, did it really leave the pickle? Imprint? Yes, did okay, it soak in? we're good. Did it we're soak good. In? It didn't soak in. Oh. And if it, it did, I'm like, maybe can I have some uh, some like chipotle mayo so I can yes, put I more on get, this to I cover it I get like ketchup up? and mustard in that spot where the it. pickle was. And I yep. try to kill the residue. I hate pickle residue. I'm going to get so fired up. About <laughs> that goddamn pickle, it, it leaves stuff behind. It's like it, it, even if you get it off the, the whatever you're eating, it leaves a it's residue. It's not over. It's not over. It can't. That, that taste lingers. Like that taste just cuts through anything. Restaurants have so many pickles, they have to get rid of them. So they put them on all the plates. <laughs> it's another Jesse this Ventura. This week on Conspiracy Theory, Jesse Ventura. He's down to pickles, everybody. After Even if you ask them to seasons. not put them on, they put the pickles on because they want to see you inspect the bun. If that show would last 15 years, he'd probably be talking about pickles at this point. Probably. <laughs> Possible. Uh, okay, I'm so happy you both hate pickles. I can't. <laughs> and everyone I've ever dated Team no like, pickles. loves pickles. Yes. I remember I dated somebody uh, who loved pickles so much. He, they had like a pickle barrel in our grocery store. Ugh. And you could pick a whole pickle out and she would chomp on that thing in the car. So I'm trapped in a car with a a pickle mm -mm. and I'm just like, I'm going to vomit. Give me that. Mm -mm. Nope, 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 nope. Oh. I would this rather the face the predator in the jungle than yeah. <laughs> be stuck in a car with somebody eating a pickle. Just yes, oh, gross. that was great to bring I us back. Smell to the pickle. Oh, I had don't to... even think you're kissing me until you put a mint or oh. something in there because I can smell the pickle. Yeah. I hate the smell of them. <laughs> I I gargle. Hate every... You need to gargle. gargle. <laughs> Everything about them: the smell, the residue, the taste. It's awful. Uh, this may yeah. be my favorite part of the whole podcast. Not yeah, even the, the fact the that real, you waited the, the two hours away. to tell us you went to the set. No, we all hate pickles. We love Predator. The... We hate pickles. That's that's the like log line of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> like, um, I I we're gonna get blowback for this too. I want you to know because people are very that's okay. passionate that's fine. about pickle love. That's let's fine. All stick, let's all stick together when they come after us. Don't worry about it, man. Yeah, I will. They have right to on. get through me to get to you. I love it. Yeah. Thank you, Carly. And they just they like the special ops team, just like the special ops team and Predator. We're a unit, okay? We are We're a unit, unit. yes. <laughs> we are we are holed up in the jungle with traps set. Yes. And Carmelita's yes. out killing killing a wild poor boar that came in right. and tripped the wire. And we kind of have a nice little moment of of it had levity. Pickles levity. In its mouth. <laughs> it had, I'm not had a pickle yeah. in its mouth. Get it out of here. Oh I'm not God. That. I know. I did love that pickle tainted. Thank you for <laughs> indulging that, everybody. Uh so, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I think we say everything to say about predator. I don't know what else there is to say. Uh look at my notes because it again it's i was like it's a very like straight well it's not straightforward because it throws some twists at you but it is like there was a simplicity to it but it's like a yes. beautiful simplicity that i feel like uh this you know. it's movie magic this film 
It's like yep. you put all of these elements in the cauldron and you stir it up and it's this it's this magical thing. <laughs> it's the complete yeah, that opposite they of did. Pickles. It's perfect. Yes. It's this beautiful thing that they created and I I think I know that there's a whole franchise and I've seen some of the other films and they were, I was entertained. Mm -hmm. And I know some people even love some of the sequels. Oh yeah. But to me, the magic of this film, the first one, it's like unmatched. It is. Yep. Pray it was a time and a place. Yep. Yeah. And this cast and it's, that score and just all of it came together. It's perfect. It's, it's beautiful. Well, Carmelita, good job. Segway means my question I had for you two. These are the other Predator series. Oh. Could you guys, off the top of your head, and you can you can include Alien vs. Predator if you want. I I never know whether to include them in this ranking or like they're in both series. I don't know. But yeah. I'll just say the four, Predators for so How's that? Predator, Predator 2 predators and then the predator like the predator <laughs> like very lazy naming system of like predators with an s and then we call it the predator uh like um so i don't know if you guys could do that top of your head or i can go ahead and i can't because some of those couple of those i've only seen like once and it kind of all bled together and it didn't help that the titles were so similar yeah mm -hmm. it does not help i almost it, said it doesn't so i can't do it Oh, okay. When I did the intro, I almost said the predator. I was like, no, that's not that's a different movie. No. <laughs> yes, so you guys we, you guys should you guys should do it though. You should do yours. Okay. Andy, could you do it off the Of course. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. You're like, I'm predator, ready. <laughs> predator, of course, number one. Uh Prey is the second one because it's in the Predator universe, and Prey is the only one to me that comes close to capturing that oh, magic. Like, thank you for reminding awesome me. Score. I almost prey out of my ranking. <laughs> You're welcome. See, it oh. should be number two. Uh so <laughs> That and then Predator 2. Then I like, I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for it, but I like Predators, the last one, because actually at first I didn't like it. But in talking with uh, with uh, Chris, my internet twin, um, he was like, <laughs> hey, the way those those vets talk is how we talk. And to him, it kind of resonated. And after that, because that's what kind of threw me off. I, I thought the the action and violence and everything was fine. It's just, you know, more uh more predator stuff but um that always threw me off was the kind of character interactions and he was like no that's pretty spot on and it to me it, it it hit so that helped my appreciation of it so i'd say that one and then the predators with uh adrian brody being a poor man's arnold schwarzenegger sorry <laughs> oh god uh, he's still he's still great don't get me wrong but that one i'm he's like a great actor he is a great actor, and Lawrence Fishburne is, is in a completely different movie than everybody yeah, else. I was and I love say, that. <laughs> I don't know. So if maybe I love you know what? Maybe I would put that one before because it's just so batshit crazy. But uh, yeah. it's such know. a far gap. Like Predator and Prey are so great. Predator Two is just you know '90s sci-fi goofy, crazy action, goofy, and then the rest of them are kind of there. But yeah, so those that that would be my <laughs> official unofficial ranking, rough top of my head. I don't know if I love or hate the Lawrence Fishburne stuff and Predators. Like I like I go back and forth. Like I it's sometimes so I crazy. sometimes I'm totally into it, and then I watch yeah. it. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. It's weird. It's very weird. It is like at at odds with the rest of the movie. But uh, okay, mine's kind of well, not straightforward. Okay, mine's Predator. Obviously, I just say obviously. Obviously, like, Predator Two. So. I love Predator Two. I think <laughs> there was a time in my life when I was younger <laughs> that I would have no. basically said it was a tie. 
I don't know. I never liked Predator 2 more, but I liked oh, it. Oh, wow. Basically the same. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about crazy conspiracy theories. <laughs> Liking Predator 2 there's a as lot much of as Predator. People, listen, there's a lot of people who like Predator 2 even more than the first Predator. There are. We, yeah. So, some We're of friends our friends on Twitter. This is true. This is true. We know these people. They exist. It's a very, like, but I. And I'm glad that they do. Different strokes for different Predator, folks. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. This is like a, a situation like I had with the Die Hard sequels where like Predator 2 seemed to be <laughs> on TV more than the first Predator when I was younger. Sure. So I watched Predator 2 a lot more. Um, but I in my, is my you know, as time has gone on, I'm like, no, I like Predator 1 better than Predator 2. But it's, it's you know, it's not that big a gap, honestly. Because I think no, the brilliance, the Predator 2 was like, let's get completely different direction. Like True. Let's go. It's to the a city. completely different direction. Like, because most sequels, the city just try to... is a jungle, guys. <laughs> yes, welcome out. to the jungle. We all urban know jungle, the song. you know that urban jungle. Like, they even rip on in the opening when they pan off of that like side of the building. Oh and God, like, it's so ridiculous. And maybe that's where I get Predator Two gets so many points because it has an awesome shot of the Predator when he's standing on the oh, building God, and he's building. holding it up. See, yeah. they, so they they that. learned from it, and yeah, <laughs> there's some awesome. Like predator iconography too. Like I mean, there's like and it's violent as all hell. Yeah, it's, it's super violent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a yeah, it's kind of an insane movie. Uh, and then you see a bunch of dongs hanging upside down when the guys are shredded and killed. I remember being a kid. I was like, oh my god, there's penises on screen. <laughs> that, that sex scene was like, which Whoa! I always appreciate. Like, I always yeah. appreciate that. The older I get, the more penises on screen, the better, because equal opportunity nudity for yes! everybody. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. I mean, they've been underrepresented. In I've films. been saying this. <laughs> they have. Oh, <laughs> they've been underrepresented. Yeah, in movies. You're right. The um, Predator yeah. 2 sex scene. I remember that. I was like, I shouldn't be watching this. this <laughs> yeah, is, that felt like a lot heavy. <laughs> yeah. That was shocking to me as a younger. <laughs> I remember renting the tape and being like, thank God nobody's like around right now because it was uh -huh. so like, whoa, like coming in hot. Like we're just coming in hot. <laughs> and uh, there's naked uh, men with their yeah like like naked and skinned alive it's like right i mean that's not sexy no no i mean if you're this was that, not I sexual don't... penis no this is not this sexual was, penis it's this just... was flayed man flayed man meat <laughs> flayed man penis it's different Oof, ouch yikes it's not the ouch. same not the same vibe. no not it's nope not the same at all flayed the phrase flayed man penis will haunt me <laughs> for so long. Um, mm -hmm. That, uh, yeah. It's an, My it's wife's going to ask, so what you guys talk about? Well, well, <laughs> have you heard of flayed man penis? It sounds like you're in a restaurant. They're like, the special is flayed man penis. <laughs> it's a delicacy amongst many, but <laughs> not, not here. Uh, no, no, uh, no. Like, you no, know what? No, I'll no, stick no. with that. Does that come with a, does that come with, does it come a, with pickles? A pickle? <laughs> oh, God. Does it come with a, like a buttered mashed potatoes. What's the side? Um, oh my god! Okay, stop. No, this is. I'm sorry. This is so off the rails. Um, the, so off the rails. Two in some ways feels more extreme to me than the first Predator. I think it's the sex, it and then it's like the the the. I know it's very violent. I mean, it's super. It's still super violent. Um, I don't know. It's. I love the ending too. I love when they get to the whole. If I'm in the fun, oh. if in the mood for something just like entertainment popcorn movie, kind of goofy. I'm cool to watch Predator 2. I think my problem is like the gangs are so ridiculous. The, the oh, gangs yeah. are pretty it's ridiculous. Like over that's, the top ridiculous a, gangs. Like and not in a charming way like the Warriors. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely they a did, they did not come out to play movie. in Predator Two. Like in a laughable way, you're just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, did you guys <laughs> think, just think, think of what problem. the most stereotypical gang member could be, and you made everybody that? Right. It's so bad. Yeah. It's terrible. Nineties. Yeah. I think that's like just right. Yeah, there was something going that's on. That's where it kind of falls flat for me. Isn't this like the same year that Seagal does, uh, like Marked for Death? And there's also like a a gang that's involved in like voodoo too. Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Were we afraid of voodoo in the late eighties, early nineties? Well, <laughs> like, I, I, I mean. Don't... Yeah, they were. Voodoo some fucked up in stuff, the rainbow. Serpent in the rain. Yeah, yeah, that was eighty seven, right? So it's like, what was going on? That <laughs> so, movie scared the bejesus out yes. of me. Oh my when god! When that came out, Voodoo's, Voodoo's yeah, creepy that movie... because they could make a doll of anybody and then stab it. Serpent of the Rainbow really. Now that I've thought... done some more research and I understand <laughs> I... <laughs> the legitimacy of the religion, I'm not scared. Right. But yes, the way it's represented in film <laughs> is like pretty some ridiculous. scary shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then Angel Heart. Oh yeah! What oh my gosh! Fuck? Yeah, totally. This was a Holy whole shit. thing. Something kicked this off. Eighty-seven was the year something of happened. voodoo. Yeah, something. Yeah, happened. but yeah. So okay, sorry. This is it's okay. Predator, Predator Two, Prey, all, and then uh, I used to like Predators more. And then I, I watched it again for something, and I was like, okay, not as great, uh, but I still like it. I like the idea of like the Predator hunting dogs is cool. Like yep. the predators, like bringing people to their planet, just they go to hunt, like adding this whole idea of the the hunting for sport. And then sure. I want to like the predator. I was so excited for the predator because it's Fred Decker and it's Shane Black, like yep. getting back together. And the cast sounded cool on paper. And I just don't think the predator is very good. <laughs> like it's just I I want to rewatch it at some point because I only saw it the once, but I was so disappointed in that movie. And I just yeah, I just don't think it's very good at all <laughs> but uh yeah no yeah. But so, prey rules i love prey i watched that prey so is many great times. uh and apparently making more predator movies it's stan trachtenberg right is yeah trachtenberg doing yep. two more predators or like uh i think he's doing a prey a prey sequel and then a, another one set in like the future or something or something yeah that's know. how i read it the predator give is, me more oh this prompt came up on twitter about like where would you drop the predator because i was like drop the predator on purge night <laughs> Let's go. Oh, yeah, I, saw that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like the predator could be dropped into so many different scenarios. Like you do like a predator oh, in the old sure. West, like a Western predator where he just like oh, gosh. You could, I mean, there's so many prehistoric predator. Oh, that'd be awesome predator? too. Like, oh, like cavemen having to fight. I mean, come on. There's so many. <laughs> oh, oh, knights. King Arthur. Come oh, on. God. I'd love yeah. to see King Arthur take mm. on with that would be Excalibur. Yeah. That would be cool. Predator Come on, World War II. We're giving you gold here. <laughs> right. Listen to the podcast. Oh, oh man. Sign me up. <laughs> if yeah, if Ridley more. Scott had made Napoleon, but with Predator. <laughs> Predator in the Napoleonic War. Oh, I would love that. Now, I'm also thinking of this idea of like the Predator in World War II and him like killing Nazis. It's like, yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> Basically, Sisu would just be Predator. <laughs> oh, <that's true. laughs> he just replace the character. Oh, man. The Predator the would not. A, would not be cool with Nazi Germany with no, fascism. He would, not. <laughs> he would not. Nope. The predator has God, a code. Now I just want to see that. Thanks, he has Matt. a code. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We could make all these movies. Uh, we got a crowd. We got a crowd fund. Well, first we got to get the rights to Predator, but yeah, I think Tractor Bird would be like, "You guys have it. You we'll guys have better that ideas." We get I there, Andy. Please. Uh, okay, you're right. Sorry, sorry to be. You know, I went to film school for a semester, so I can handle this. I can. It's like, I can I do did, this, and I think I could still handle it. 
Oh God. Um. Okay. Anybody else have anything to say about Predator? <laughs> Just like, love it. Yep. It was as much fun as I thought it was going to be. I knew yep. we would have a good time. So, thank you guys for our Predator with me. Um. This was this was a ton of fun. So. Um. Okay. Predator, great. I think we all give it five stars. You know, can't. It's. I think I think it's actually four and a half on mine, but I. I go back and forth about bumping it to five or leaving it where it is. Bump it, bump it up. <laughs> I'm, I, just it. It. I just might. I just might. I I hem and haw a lot about what gets that that little oh, extra I, half. I know. Oh man, I, I do I too, throw, Carmelita. I throw. I'm I'm sorry. I throw fives out way too. <laughs> you much. throw fives around. I don't. I throw fives around like probably the cast of predator through dicks around on the set. Like you were talking about earlier. <laughs> I throw five. The cast like, of predator shooting bullets into the jungle. Shooting bullets into the <laughs> just, jungle. That's me with the like, mini gun. It's just I'm five like, star ratings. Just being five shot star out. ratings going out. It's like time cop, five stars, time cop, five star blood sport, five stars, kickboxer, five stars. <laughs> oh. oh, I mean, that's good. I feel I mean, 4.5, yeah. but everything, but it's a one. masterpiece. I'm, I, I, I'm a believer that a four, 4.5 can be called a masterpiece. It doesn't oh, yeah, have totally. to be five stars to Thank be a you, masterpiece. Carmelita. We're on the same page. Like, I we think are. the five star, the four and a half star can be a masterpiece, but the, the extra half stars for like personal attachment. Like I can give something four and a half stars, but like, yeah, it's a masterpiece, but there's something missing where I'm not going to rewatch it or I don't fully like emotionally connect to it or I, I don't know. It's right. like it just <laughs> this little, it, it could even just be this little elusive feeling. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I love Star Wars, but not all my Star Wars are rated five stars. They're not. Okay, because then. Because I have to be honest with myself. Yes. <laughs> Phantom Menace, thing. though. 4.5. And it's all subjective. It's all subjective. It is all subjective. It yes. is all subjective. Um, yes. So, all right. Well, uh, I guess we can wrap up. So, <laughs> this has been so much fun. Um, I feel like I'm tired from laughing so much. This is good, though. Like my face <laughs> I actually, my jaw kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah. Like so does mine from doing the yeah, Jesse Ventura impersonation. <laughs> it's painful. You really went all out. I, 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 we got more Jesse than Arnold in this episode. I think, which is I did not expect. But as soon as I started to get it, I was like, I can't stop. It's you can't really stop right once there. you find that impression. You just got to yeah. go. Um, you got to ride it into the ground. <laughs> uh, okay, Andy, do you want to go ahead and plug uh, no, Imperial Scum? We want to plug people. Of course, people follow yeah. you. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, having a blast <laughs> over there talking to my some of my best buddies, just talking about Star Wars, being positive. Um, you can follow us. Uh, I think on Twitter it's backwards Scum Imperial, but it's linked to both mine and uh, Chris's socials. Uh, we're everywhere. Uh, you can follow me, Andrew M. M. Gorham. I made it easy. Just look for a guy smiling hugely surrounded by uh droids and uh that's me so yeah <laughs> all right good stuff good stuff carmelita what about you <laughs> so i'm still on twitter i'm still calling it twitter i'm not gonna call it x it's never. not gonna happen nope yeah. never twitter kind of kind of on blue sky also on letterbox oh yeah same handle for everything <laughs> at carmelita says Love it. I actually realized I was not following you on Letterbox, so I fixed that while we were talking right here because I was oh, like, oh, shit, how am I not following Carmelita? Last time, I wasn't following Matt. Who am I going to record with next that I'm not following on Letterbox? <laughs> I still can't believe like, we weren't Andy, following you're the other. worst. <laughs> what were we doing? We weren't following each other. It happens. Um, well, you talk yeah. all the time. You don't have to follow each other on social, every true. social media. That's how we really solidify a friendship is a Letterbox follow. <laughs> that's that's what it yeah, really but it is special people used to it care about being you know face uh facebook official now for me i'm like oh they follow me on letterbox sweet 
they're going to see all those five stars that I just throw out like candy. Fire out. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go back and look now. But like, he does give off a lot of five star ratings. My God. Like, I do. Pickles, like, zero star rating. <laughs> if anything comes from this podcast, Predator is amazing. Five stars. Pickles, terrible. Zero stars. I'm sorry if we offended the pickle lovers out there. I know there are you are legion. There are many of you. It's okay. They know. We're still stronger. It's okay. I am just shocked that both of you agreed. I just, I can't get over that. I was like, this never happened. <laughs> so it just oh, happened. This is great. Loving Build Predator. Hating. History. Loving Predator and hating pickles. There we go. <laughs> so, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I will. Okay. So next week, we should be starting. I realize people probably know about this if they don't listen to Cobwebs. Uh, I'm starting up a new director series, like kind of like Unscottable Tony Scott but it's for John Carpenter called Master Carpenter. I did talk about it on Twitter, but there's probably people who aren't on Twitter and don't listen to Cobwebs. They have no idea what's going on. So uh, Daniel Epler's been many times. The Cobwebs podcast, sadly, is he's like shut down uh, because he's doing his YouTube channel and things are going great. So he was doing Amazing this channel. Follow him. It is. You guys don't. It's uh, yeah. Great YouTube channel. I do. I enjoy. It's fun just to watch. He's like my, my friend. And I'm like, oh, I get to watch him on YouTube. And he makes movies, yeah. he makes videos I'd watch anyway if he was some random guy. <laughs> so it works out. Right. I'm like, I know yeah. this guy. Um, YouTube's going so great. And it's like the podcast was kind of like kind of becoming like a secondary thing. But he was doing this John Carpenter series that he'd started and didn't want it to die. So I'm going to pick up the baton and run with it because so he Hooray! done. <laughs> it's very exciting. Carmelita was on the episode of me and Preston and Daniel talking about Christine and Rebel Without a Cause, which was such a great episode, you guys. A lot so of fun. Good. Oh, thank you. We had a good time. God, that was Rebel Without a Cause was the real surprise. I was had so much fun talking about that insane, insane movie. <laughs> um, and so the I so next week it should be Starman because Daniel did Dark Star all the way to Christine. Pick up a Starman and should be Daniel back on because I think Daniel wants to do like all the episodes. I mean, yeah. You're welcome to do all the cool. episodes. Awesome. I didn't know if he'd want to, but he wants to be in all of them, so he should be there. We're gonna Except get for vampires. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's gonna miss out on vampires. That's a that's a fun one. Padre, Padre, Padre. Uh... <laughs> oh, I will defend vampires as much as I can within reason. Um, it's I'm gonna it's... listen to see if you can do it. It's, it's tough. With... I have faith in you, buddy. I think you can do it. James Woods is canceled. There's some stuff that hasn't aged well. It's like, oh boy, it's going to be an uphill battle. But anyway, uh, but yeah, Starman. So meet Daniel and Lexi, Lexi Van Dyke, who's not been on here for a bit. So I was happy to get her on there. Um, that should be coming next week if all goes according to plan. So I'll pick it up. So if anyone's like, what is this Master Carpenter thing? Why is he starting like in the middle with Starman? <laughs> like you have to go back and listen to Cobwebs. Forget the other ones. We'll pick up at Starman. We'll go from there. I still don't know what I'm going to do because like we covered Prince of Darkness a while ago. Me and Rob Antiquaire covered Prince of Darkness. So I'm like, do I re-release that episode? <laughs> do I do a new one? Um, I mean, I love Prince of Darkness. I can talk about it again, but it just seems almost maybe like redundant to do it twice. But I don't know. We'll see. But uh, you'll but work yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fine. So anyway, out. that's starting soon. If you put like, what's going on, um, I won't do the pairings. That was more Daniel's thing. The classic movie and the I'll just do the Carpenter movie. Because these these shows are long enough with one movie. We don't did <laughs> three hours on Predator, so um, and a lot of side tangents. It wasn't just Predator, but um, so anyway, that's starting next week, and then we'll do I sh monthly should be the idea, and then you know, excellent. Uh, should have some great guests, so I'm excited. So because Carpenter was the guy, it was like if I was gonna do a follow up to the Tony Scott one, like Carpenter was like top of the list. Um, 
so I was happy to pick it that's up. Exciting. Uh, so yeah, it is very exciting. Um, it's gonna be a good time. So <laughs> that's gonna be starting, and uh, yeah, so that's it. So you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Film Feast Pod. Um, follow me on Twitter at Maplet eighty seven. Follow the podcast on Instagram, Film Feast, all one word. Um, I am still technically on Blue Sky, though I have not opened the app in probably two months. I apologize. <laughs> uh letterbox i do the same thing man i know it's just it's it's there in case of emergency uh <laughs> it's just there it's a that's why i should change the, the the little icon to on my phone like tap in case of emergency <laughs> twitter's finally fully gone down time to go to yeah. blue sky tap in um, case of elon musk <laughs> yes yeah but uh Oh God! Uh, and then uh, Letterbox. Uh, you follow me on Letterbox. It should just be at Maplet eighty seven, kind of like the Twitter handle. Uh, and that's it. And uh, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.